Blog Talk Radio. It's time for the Bobby Eaton Show. Yeah. Giving you information you'll want to know. Speaking on issues affecting us all and music for the soul. Yeah. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Bobby. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Hello world, good afternoon, good evening, hey, and welcome to the Bobby Eaton Show. This is where we tell our stories our way. And boy, do we have a great show today. I'm telling you. Hey, Miss Sansa Ray is in the house. Hey now. And we got Pastor Ray Owens of Metropolitan Church. Hey, we're going to be talking about community, talking about education, just just talking and chopping it Mm -hmm. up. Don't you just love the guests that we have that we can just go the gamut with them? Yeah, we just, you know, I love. I love connecting with people of the people, yes. you know, people who mm-hmm. are engaged with people. Yes. And uh, yes. Dr. Owens, he's here, and uh, we're going to be talking up. Yes, so what's yes, going yes. on out there, Sansare? How was oh, your day? Oh, man, my day was just so full, so full, so full. And I didn't leave till after Friday, so I was trying to hurry up because I still had to walk the animals, right? <laughs> oh, man. Yep. You got both of them? Yeah, now? I got Maya and my Nino. Okay. And Maya, she's a baby, so yeah. I have to make sure that I take her yeah. out. Nino is our mascot yeah. here. Yeah, Nino yeah. was like, nah, it's too yeah. hot out there. You guys go ahead and go. Yeah, I was What's like, up, come on, man. On? I said, I'm not going to be back till 8 o'clock. You know it's 8 o'clock. No, nah, I'm cool. I can hold it. Okay. Yeah, that's, my, that's my dude. That's Nino. my dude right there. Yeah, he's cool. But he knows what it feels like out there because I can tell you right now, it's 92 degrees. I know every morning you've been out on that porch with your cup of coffee. Cup of coffee in the morning. Nice. Boop, boop, on the porch. In the morning, yeah. we're still going to be able to do that. It will be partly cloudy skies, but 75 degrees. We'll get to a high of 92 degrees tomorrow. Wednesday, that sun is going to be beaming down on your head. Oh, my head. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. You'll wake up at 76 degrees and then get all the way to 93 degrees. But you know what? Don't put that umbrella away. Because huh? it's still my rain on your head. Really? That's right. Thursday, we'll wake up to 70 degrees. We'll get to a high of 93, but there's a possibility of precipitation. Mm-hmm. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. How about oh. that? Okay. We might get a little sprinkle here and there. Uh, Friday and Saturday morning, it'll be the Upper 60s, lower 70s, mm-hmm. and we'll only get to a high of uh, the lower 80s, maybe mid 80s. That's for like Friday that. and Saturday. Wow. So, although it's September mm-hmm. and it still feels like August, mm-hmm. it's going to start getting progressively a little cooler, a little cooler, a little cooler. Oh, it's going to drop down. Mm, yeah, I think, yeah. I think we're going to get Cali weather. Okay. Oh, okay. I like Cali weather. Mm-hmm, that, that's what I'm waiting on right yeah. there, you know. It's going to be good right there. Mm-hmm. Also, I want to thank everybody for your prayers for my dad being in hospital. Yes. And uh, he's probably coming out tomorrow. And I just mm-hmm. want to thank you guys, you know, for all the prayers mm-hmm. that we've gotten for that. So, you know, he's up there in age, 84, yeah. but yeah. Hey, hey, he's a tough yeah. one, you know. How do you get someone like that to slow down, though? Yeah, that, that, that's my issue. <laughs> yeah, no. I can't do it. He's going to work on cars. Yes. He's going to get on top of the roof. Yes. He's going to do all kinds. I'm like, like, man, come on. Come mm-hmm. on, dude. But that's what keeps him going. Yeah, so, that's what keeps him going. You know, I want to, you know, so I just try to assist him. Yeah. You know, yeah. you got to watch him. a good son. They need to watch me. <laughs> You know what I mean? I know. Me getting Digging on the road. Yeah, on right, right. All of that kind yeah. of stuff. So my son, Trey, he'd be around, too. So yeah. we just try to monitor each other. So oh, it's all good. good in the neighborhood. Yeah. Because, you know, 
And uh, we want you guys, we want them to support the community as well. You know, speaking of community, if you're listening and you're in the community in Tulsa or wherever you're at on the globe, help out a senior citizen. Mm-hmm. Go there, man. Cut Miss Johnson's yard, you know. Uh, uh, do something, ladies. Go in. Make and sure help. she has yeah. uh, central air. And if central she doesn't, air. go buy a unit, go buy a fan. Man, you can go to the pawn shop and grab one. Yeah, Stick it up in, her win- up in her mm-hmm. window so she, she'll, you yeah. know. Yeah. I was in yeah. a ministry that did that down really? in Houston, down in Houston. Oh, is that right? Yeah. The pastor would stand up before the congregation, and you know what he say? What? This Saturday, we're going over Sister Williams' house. She's 87 years old, and we're going to cut the grass. And, wow. fellas, let's make sure she get an air conditioner. We're sticking it in. She was out. Oh, baby. Hey. <laughs> I love you, baby. And I all the men would go over there, and they paint up the house, cut That's the grass. That's a wonderful idea. Yeah, and it was about, you know, 20 guys, 10 guys. Mm-hmm. And they bring the little tools over. They had the little barbecue pit outside. Yeah, they know. And they was cooking and barbecuing, a little music playing, and just kind of making fun out yeah. of it. And the ladies went on the inside in the kitchen clean and up. clean up, and she was just happy on her walker. You oh. know what I mean? And all that. It was so good. Yeah. It was so much Doesn't fun. Doesn't make your heart just feel so yeah, good. Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. It's a good idea. I was one of those guys, too. Mm-hmm. So out there. Oh, I know you were. Yeah, yeah. Just getting involved. Yeah. And it only takes, it takes. a couple of hours mm-hmm. or so. You yeah. ain't no, all, mm-hmm. you know, you ain't got something when you got multiple people. You can do multiple things mm-hmm. at one time mm-hmm. and get some goals accomplished like yeah. that. And don't wait to have to join anything. If you have nieces, yeah. nephews, grandchildren, grab a book and sit down and read with there them. There you go. You read know, and sing to them. Tell them some history. That's right. You that's know, right. We need to know yeah. our history. Yep, that's right. You know, we really need to yep. know that. You know, I say it all the time. And guys, if there's a single female out there who has a, a young man, say a little nine, ten-year-old, five, six-year-old, mm-hmm. mentor him. Yeah, that's You know, true. go and pick him up sometime mm-hmm. and take him, you know, off somewhere. You can get a piece of pizza or something to the gym yeah. or, or tell him about something. Let him watch you work on a car or that's whatever. That's very much a need. And that's what's mm-hmm. a need. Volunteer to Volunteer, do these things. And you, like I said, you can do this subconsciously. I know all my life growing up, my dad used to build uh, race cars. Mm-hmm. And all the fellas, all my brother's friends and everything, they used to all hang out in the garage. Yeah. You know, and he used to take them to the race and do all that so mm-hmm. it's just those little bitty things you know you as men in the neighborhood and you ladies too yeah you know ladies. we need to help each other yeah you see something's going on you know go help out with the child yeah because mm-hmm. if you don't teach children yeah they won't know they won't know they That's just right. won't know That's you right. know back in the day it took the village to raise the child you know That's how it used in to the be. village i couldn't do nothing wrong if i was doing something wrong <laughs> down the street <laughs> right. Ooh-wee. and then not only are you gonna get it from your parents you're going to get it after they give it to you. Oh, they're going to give it to you first. Mm-hmm. They're going to give they it gonna to you And they're going to call first. your parents and yep. say, hey, I tightened him up. I That's tightened right. up little body. I'm he sending was, him home. He was cutting up, so I'm sending Oh, you did good. Good. Send him. And then if your That's grandpa right. found out, uh-oh, mm-hmm. you might get a third, a number three. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, it was respect. True. So That's much true. respect back in the day. Yeah, that's so much lacking yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So much lacking now. It is. Wow. So much lacking. I mean, I, uh, I forget where where was I? And the young woman turned around and said, well, uh, hand me that. No, please. No, no please. Or not. Just, just hand me. Huh? Hand me that. She was in high school. Uh-huh. Just hand me that. So I kind of looked at her. I said, okay. And she said, like, she was looking at me like, so are you going to give it to me? I said, magic word. Please. And she said, oh, please. I said, oh, okay. Uh-huh. That's all I want to hear. I said, baby, you need, they that should be been, automatic. Some of them have, haven't been taught to do yeah. that. You know? yeah, it's so sad, though. 
Yeah. You know, so we got to get back into nurturing mm-hmm. our our children with respect. They don't need things. Yeah, things. They need morals yeah. and integrity That's and right. uh, some things like Learn that. Learn how to wash and cook. Get Who up there on the roof. You know, I often, put some drywall up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I you know what I did to my sons. I told you about that story. Uh, we were in Houston, and I took my sons out one day. Mm-hmm. They were with me mm-hmm. for the weekend. You know, after me and their mother had separated and mm-hmm. stuff, and it was kind of warm and I went outside and I um, went to the car. I opened up the trunk and I pulled out the jack and the lug wrench. Mm. Right. And I said, Hey man, put this up under there and put it up under there. And I say, start jacking it up. They start jacking up the car, <laughs> <laughs> jacking up. And I said, break them lug nuts, you know, but daddy, you going to help us. Uh-uh. No, you do it. Mm-hmm. it was, I'm uh, uh, both of them. They, been there. Uh, they took all them lug nuts off and then they pulled the tire off mm-hmm. and they say, something wrong with the tire, daddy. I said, no. I said, now put it back on. <laughs> So they put it back on, right? Uh-huh. And they start tightening it all up. And they said, well, we take it off. Just put it back on. I said, let now the jack know. down. So now you know how to repair a flat yeah. tire in case your mother get on a flat. Yeah. You know, I would do stuff. That's good. That's the stuff I would do. Yeah. I wouldn't do nothing around them too much because yeah. I wanted them to them do it. Too. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what it takes. Yeah. I've had Raven in the kitchen since she was eight years old. Eight years old? Oh, from the root of two to two. Oh. They don't care what she kind of animal. She knows how to cook it. Oh, see, yes. See, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. She don't know nothing about instant potatoes or <laughs> <laughs> macaroni and cheese out of a box. What yeah, you talking what about? <laughs> yeah, see? she's like, no, uh-uh, yeah. we don't do it like greens yeah. in the package. Uh-uh, yeah, exactly. no. Canned greens, what's that? It's a canned can what? <laughs> no, uh-huh. we don't do that. <laughs> kind of like my grandmother. She would mm-hmm. go in the kitchen. And she would make a full meal out of just little of anything. Wow. You see flour and you'd have gravy and yes. you'd have, you'd yep, this grandma, you see potatoes. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, man, where all this come from? Oh, don't, get me to, don't get me to reminisce. I already know. Speaking of yeah. which, um, not really reminiscing because we don't have to do too much reminiscing when we want to think of a lie hashtag 45 has come up with. Oh, but you know, the hoopla about this, this, uh, Weather uh, map that he presented. He thought he was a weatherman, huh? <laughs> he took the Sharpie and kind of went into <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> yeah, he did. Talk about and, Alabama. Well, now the Commerce Chief is threatening firings at the NOAA after Trump's Dorian tweet. It's like every time he does something negative, they come and try to clean it up. Oh, they you try to always clean try it to make up. it sound like. Uh-huh. Why are they so afraid of him? Why are they why why are they so Afraid to challenge him on things that they know. I have no on. idea to be telling that you because, me. because there he has a lot of supporters, yeah. and uh, I think his mental state is in bad. So it's getting worse. His mental state is getting worse. Yeah, and I ain't so sure you know. about Biden either. Well, I ain't, I don't know. You know, you know, I'd rather I'm have Biden than have Trump. Well, yeah, I would too. You know, and the fact that that's probably going to be our only savior because. I, really and truly, I'm really liking the way um, Elizabeth Warren That's is talking. You said that earlier on one yeah. show. That and I like, like my Bernie Sanders, yeah, too. Yeah. Kamala Harris, I'm, she, you know, she mm-hmm. got some, I mean, Booker, he just kind of yells too much for me. Well, and I understand all I that. Like, but, I like Corey. He's cool. Yeah, Corey's And Kamala, cool, but, she's cool. And Elizabeth is yeah, like a lot true. of them. It's just so many of them, you know. So we need yeah, to get, need to we need to off. narrow it down to yeah. one or two people so mm-hmm. we can get Busy, you know. I think it's gonna be Biden, 
uh, Bernie and maybe Kamala or Elizabeth Warren. What when, do you think? When they boil down when to When it boils down to yeah. Well, we're going to get in we that conversation. We're going to get in that, yeah. yeah we we got to get Pastor Yeah, Pastor Horn is yeah. here, y'all. So <laughs> call in and dial. What number is that, Tom? All like? you need to do is dial 646-716-5525. I want you to tweet it. I want you to text it. I want you to email it. Do whatever you got to do. Or you can tell everyone, just go online. Just go online and Google the Bobby Eaton Show. And you'll see the little live icon. Hit it. Come and talk to us. If you're dialing on your cell phone, that number six four six seven one six five five two five, and you want to give your opinion or ask mm-hmm. a question, um, all you gotta do is press that number one key. That's right. That's right. Come right on. now, remember, set it. We're getting ready to do this thing, Tulsa, right here on the Bobby Eaton Show.
Yeah, that's the sounds of Frankie Beverly and Mays here on the Bobby Eaton Show, where we tell our stories our way. Hey, pop, pop, pop. Every time you hear that song, you know the hands are going up. That's yeah, my song. that's my song. That's like the <laughs> Black National Anthem. Mm, hey, more than one of those songs. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know, yeah. In the studio, dun, dun, Pastor, dun, dun, dun. Ray, Pastor Ray Allen. Yeah. How we doing, man? <laughs> How is it? I'm great. You're great. Yeah. Yeah. So after hearing Frankie Beverly and Mays, uh, so I'm in a good place right now. Yeah, now. I'm ready to have some fun. Yeah. I want to say thank you, yeah. man, for all you do in the community. Yes. Thank you for coming yeah. to the show, taking time out of your busy schedule. Yeah, that's right. You know, come off in here and talk about it. Yeah. You see, I'm blessed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see you I'm still over there like, I'm my member there. That's my member there. Hey, she's a pastor. Yeah. My pastor. My pastor. No yeah. tea. Pastor, that's right. That's how we do it. Yeah, right, Take right. the tea out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Means more. Now, yeah. Pastor Owens, where are yeah. you originally from? Where are you from? So, uh, I call Austin, Texas home, but my, okay. I actually am a native of Southern California, straight out of Compton, I like to say. Oh, really? I actually born in Compton uh, and lived there the first seven and a half years of my life. But Austin was my family's home, and so that's mm-hmm. what I call home today. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had a little little California stay at Fox Ridge. Yeah. Yeah. You from yeah. California, yeah. so yeah. Both Southern California, Southern yeah. California, yeah. That's, yeah. The that's the spot. That's the spot. Yeah, yeah. L A. in the Valley. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, both of those right there. I used to love yeah. to make those trips up to L A. because yeah. really? we had a big family uh, yeah. and up there yeah. every other weekend. Yeah, I used to hang yeah. out in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. twang in. I was. Ooh, okay, <laughs> that's days like that. But you're here in Tulsa yeah, and Tulsa, uh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. You've been here for how long? Now? Thirteen years now. Yeah, it's been thirteen <laughs> years. And my wife and I and our two kids, we've made this home. I raised both of my daughters here, and I will tell you, like, this is a neat place. I've lived lots oh, you of okay? places. You like Tulsa? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ah. I mean, I mean, I've lived in L.A., New York, New Jersey, okay. Houston, yeah. grew up in Austin, mm-hmm. but there's something about the flow in Tulsa. I yeah. just love kind of the sense of community, the mm-hmm. fact that it's big enough that I feel like I'm in a city, but it's manageable enough that I feel like I know people and, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. that's been cool. It's been yeah. cool. And that's yeah. a good thing, you yeah. know, when you, when you, I was born and raised here, when yeah. I went to Booger T, uh, left class here. of... 1972. All right. Yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Hey, I ain't ashamed to say, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm 65 and yeah. kicking, you know, still kicking. I know, that's right. But, uh, you know, I left here for so many years, you know, and I've only been back, oh, what, three and a half years now? Yeah. yeah. Oh, 
Four. It's been four years. Four years. I've been back yeah. about four years now, and uh, there's a lot of work to be done. You're right about you that. Know. Yeah. yeah, a lot of work to be yeah. done, man. And uh, uh, I see you're doing it. I'm doing some of it. So, mm-hmm. you know, I was raised. Uh, Let me get you in front of this mic, though. I was raised by two women who taught me that it's important to give back to our community. That's my mother and my grandmother, both very hardworking women. I was uh, kind of chuckling when you and Thomas Ray were talking about the community and, uh, uh-huh. you know, kind of the good old days. Yeah. And I, was, I was reminded yeah. of my own, you know, yeah. my own youth. Like, yeah. growing up, like, when, you know, we had to be accountable not only to our mother, but our grandmother yes. and grandfather and the woman down the street who yeah. uh, watched us play in the yeah. park. So, that's yeah, right. yeah that's I, um, I can relate to that. Uh-huh. That's, yeah. And that's a good thing right yeah. there. Now, how did you become the pastor of the Metropolitan Church? So that's a crazy story. I want to hear that story. So I never wanted to be a pastor. Sons Ray probably has heard me say this. Yeah. I was teaching uh, in seminaries and uh Schools of Religion, taught at TCU uh, down in Fort Worth and taught uh, here at Phillips Seminary. So I love the work of teaching, but I never wanted to be a pastor. I just thought it was too public. It was just, you know, too much uh, to kind of take on. Um, But one day God made it so clear to me. Um, I was actually trying to help Metropolitan find a pastor. I was sending them. Oh, you were looking for some. I was trying to help them out, you know. Uh And uh, so I had friends. I would say, (laughs) hey, here's a resume, and here's a resume. And they kept saying, so so what about you? I said, no, 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 I'm not me. I'm actually trying to help y'all because uh, I knew Pastor Collier. Pastor Collier. Was yeah, one Pastor of, Collier. He was one of the coolest dudes. Yeah, in the I know world. him. I know Pastor I mean, Collier. Nice as any person I've ever met. Mm-hmm. And I knew that Metropolitan had a rich history and really needed a leader who was not only going to just be there for Metropolitan, but be fair, be there for this community, mm-hmm. like Collier was one mm-hmm. of the first uh, black firefighters in this right, community. Exactly. So he was a trailblazer. So I kept saying to the people, no, I'm not interested in a job as a pastor, but I know a lot of people who could could do that job. Uh So they actually convinced me to give my resume, and Uh I did it as a joke. I said, I am never going to get this job, and not uh, only that, I don't think that's the fit for me. But one day, I mean, God made it so clear to me that this was my call. Can I tell you one more thing? Yeah, tell me, man. It's really crazy. Like, I said, God, if this is really what you want me to do. Give me a sign. I was sitting in my house in Houston, Texas. Yeah. And the moment I said that, there was a bolt of lightning that hit my house, hit the um, stove, and there was a big cloud of smoke that came out. I was there really? by myself. And I said, oh, my God, I didn't need that big of a sign. <laughs> okay, God. That this is came in your house and hit the stove. House. At that time, I was really struggling oh trying to figure oh out, is this wow. the call for me? Is this what I'm supposed to do? And at that moment, I took a breath and said, God, if this is really what you want me to do, then you open this door. If it's not, close the door. But I've always been community-minded. I've always yeah. wanted to, to be involved use the resources of our churches to make our community better. And mm-hmm. so you know I care a lot about kids and education and making sure that we all pitch in to make sure all of our kids have a high quality education. And, mm-hmm. and that's one of the things Metropolitan has been about. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm proud of that. And I'm excited to have members like Sancheray who really support that mm-hmm. vision and that 
ministry and and realize that the church is not just about saving souls. Yeah, we you know we're called to do right, that. We exactly. understand the mission you, of the church. You're trying but, to put the work. Yes, it's the there work. Is a, uh, there's also an extension of that mm-hmm. uh, work that is all about outreach. At the Met Church, we say we're about three things: growth. Outreach and discipleship, but anything else uh, we don't uh, involve ourselves in. We support those things, but growth, outreach, and discipleship. Part of our outreach is making sure that we use the resources of the church to help our community. I love the story you told about the pastor who stood up and said, "I need ten men or so to right. go and help uh, an elderly person at our home, cut mm-hmm. the grass, yeah. uh, paint, uh, get things together." Because that's what the church is supposed right. to do. Right. That's what it's supposed yeah. to be. You know, they often say that you know, really, Jesus didn't have an address. <laughs> you, know, right. you know, right. you know, you know, wasn't fifteen twenty two East Elgin? No, go right. see that's Jesus. Right. 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 You know what I mean? Yeah. Jesus uh, was all out. He yeah. dealt with yeah. uh, the prostitutes, the yeah. pimps. Yeah. The homeless yeah, yeah. and uh, less unfortunate, yeah. you know, and he had a posse yeah, too, yeah, yeah. you know. He had a crew, man. They were rocking with yeah, a crew, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and uh, you know, and that's the reality yeah. of it because we, the church, yeah. you know, it's not the it's not the brick and mortar, yeah. you know. But well, let me ask you this: now we're in Tulsa, you know, and I did a survey and an investigation. There, they say that's what the, they say. There are. 200 plus churches here in District 1. Yeah. And you and maybe a few other ones are actually the ones who are doing the work in mm-hmm. the community. What would you say that some of the rest of them who because I noticed that some churches only do Sunday morning service yeah. and Wednesday night Bible study and that's the extent of the ministry. What would you suggest to some of the pastors in those type of capacity um, and those churches like that start to embrace for change. Yep. I would say we need to return to our foundations and our sacred text. First of all, look at what the Bible teaches us about our responsibility. Jesus didn't just talk to people about the their uh, soul salvation, if, mm-hmm. if you will. Jesus fed people. Jesus healed people. And so the church needs to be responsible for actually making the community a better place to live. We have a responsibility to increase the quality of life for our, our, um, our not only our parishioners, but actually the people in our community. So mm-hmm. what I would say to my colleagues, and, and we need to challenge each other, um, all of us who are, are leaders in, uh, in churches, I would say we need to embrace the rich tradition of the black church. There was a time that that was one of the only buildings that was actually owned by and run by black, one of the few buildings that was owned was and run church, right? by black folk. It was a place where everything happened. The church was the hub of the community. That's where you went to get political information. That's where you went to get uh, literacy instruction. That's where you went to find out what jobs uh, were available to people. And so we need to return to that time when the role of the church was to be an extension to extend itself beyond just this wall right. to really to figure out go what forth need. and build yeah. up the walls yeah. of the community right. and the churches, yeah. Yeah. you know, with strong biblical yeah. teaching. Yeah. That's what is that? Nehemiah 17? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's why yeah. Nehemiah didn't come down from the wall because exactly. he had a responsibility. He wasn't just trying to build his uh, church, he was trying to build his community. Yeah, the that's walls what he of the community. The king, you know, my community lays in ruin, mm-hmm. and so he had to go back. Mm-hmm. And build up his community. Build up his yeah. community. And that's yeah. what it's about. Yeah. Because if they're not, if the community's not taught, yeah. Yeah. and they don't know, 
They just don't know yeah. what to do. You know, education yeah. is so powerful. Yeah. You know, and we must have it, you know, yeah. starting with our little ones. Yeah. You know, and that's great. You're doing some great things. You have a school that's yeah. connected to the Metropolitan Woo-hoo! Church, right? Greenwood Leadership Academy. Greenwood yeah. Leadership. Yeah. So the GLA, as we call it, started really, it was a community initiative. It started as a group of conversations. We had a series of conversations where we brought community leaders uh, to the building and just looked at the data. We looked at national data about the uh educational outcomes of black students, and then we looked at Tulsa's data uh, around educational outcomes of black students, and we were incredibly outraged. But we didn't stop at being outraged. What we said is, you know what, we can actually do something. Bobby, you know, Mm -hmm. there was a time when uh, many of our schools were run by black men and women. Those men and women went to our churches. We got their hair cut with in the same barbershop that they went to or in the same beauty salon that they, uh, you know, uh, patronized. So there was a time when we actually really did have a focus on uh, black empowerment. So we were responsible for teaching our kids. And so the, the principle behind GLA is to return to that, uh, to where black people decide what kind of educational opportunities we want for our kids. We decide you know, who the teachers are. And as you know, uh, you know almost all of our uh, faculty and our administrators are African-American men and women. And the school is only in year three. So we just yes, opened it's up a, our third it's year. A young school. Uh, and so we know it takes time to really build an excellent school, but we are on our way. The idea here is this is just, and I want to be clear about this. This is not just a metropolitan initiative. The church started this, and we used a lot of the church's resources, our money, our building, our uh, ideas, but we actually brought in people from all over the community. Anybody who wanted to be a part of the uh, effort and the conversation uh, has been invited. In fact, we have documented that there are more than 1,300 people who have been engaged in uh, small group meetings, one-on-one meetings, people from this community that we've talked to not just talk to, people we listen to. So our community organizing work is all around listening to community members and saying so, and hearing them talk about, well, what do we want? What do we want for our kids? One of the things parents said is we want a school where uh, there is great structure and our kids learn about business and entrepreneurship. And we want them to be able to, when they leave here, uh, should they desire to start their own business, to run their own businesses. So that's one of the uh, kind of themes or, or things we focus on with uh, GLA. We want our kids not only be good citizens, but actually be in a position to run their own business. It's what uh, we talked about earlier, I think, before we got, came on the air. There are some things that need to be FUBU, for us, by us, and that's mm-hmm. what GLA is. It's a school that is designed for us and by us. Mm-hmm. Well, Pastor, is there a um, is there a, a tuition that they that that yeah they how, have do to pay? Get, yeah, how do you get that? That's the good news. No, uh, there is no what? tuition. It's totally free. It's a free public education. Right now, GLA, we are housed at the old uh, the Academy Central uh, building there, Gilbert's Hills, and uh, so there's no tuition today. Today. We have um, students from pre-K to third grade. So, you know, we started with pre-K to first grade, and each year we add a grade, and we're building the school Mm. uh, out. 
we have posted some of the most impressive enrollment numbers uh, in uh, in the TPS system. People believe in this work. People yes. believe in it. And you know what? It's really exciting. We hear our parents say, this is our school. And, that, mm-hmm. and I don't hear that enough mm-hmm. in, uh, in other schools. In where, where black, schools. Mm-hmm. black parents are like, mm-hmm. okay, this is our school. They know they can come in there whenever they want to. Uh, we actually had a... Uh, a parent uh, advisory committee meeting uh, just the other day and had uh, dozens of parents who came out. Some people said, oh, our parents don't care. Our, you know, that's not true. Not true. About, that is not mm-hmm. the Parents care. Mm-hmm. But we have to build schools relationships feel like they belong. Like, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Those yeah. Relationships. Like you said, that open yeah. door where, yeah, yeah you can yeah. come in anytime, yeah. check on your kids, yeah. just come yeah. on in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our know they belong here yeah. Yeah. and they have a say. They that will participate if they feel yep. like they're a part yep. of. Yep, that's yep. right. Yep. Yep. They sure will. You know, yep. they're like, well, I'm going to go up here and I'm going to talk I'm gonna talk to Pastor too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And they do that, too. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know they you do. Know, they know where yeah. to find me. Where to find you. I'm looking for Greg. Where to Oh, yeah, that's the way it goes. And I think that's another thing, too, Bobby, is I'm just so proud. And I'm, you know, and I'm, I am a little biased, but our Pastor Ray Owens is always available mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah yeah i mean he's always available if you really need to talk to him or something if he if he can't talk to you then he's gonna get back to you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i like that and you and know, i appreciate that that's really. that's one thing about ministry that i, I love pastors who can be touched yes you know, because a lot yes. of them, you got to just make this appointment, mm-hmm. and then you can't see them for another two yes. weeks or something. Like that. The, the pastors of old were like yeah. that. They yeah. were yeah. you. You could a uh, Reverend Chappelle and all of them, man. You could just a uh, Reverend Webb and mm-hmm. Ben Hill and all yeah. of them. You could just put your hands on them like that. Boom, boom, boom. They come yeah. over to your house. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's good when you uh, have a relationship with your congregation and your community. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, very important. Yeah, very important. That's real important. So, um, speaking of education, I just would like to ask a few personal questions, okay. Pastor. You have two daughters. I do. And did I hear you yeah. yesterday in church say that your house is empty? You got the empty nest right now? I Tell am us about that. Empty nester, Dion and I. We <laughs> actually have both of our teenage daughters in college. I have one down at Prairie A&M University. Prairie View? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Right. You know, I lived in Houston for 22 years. I know. I know about Prairie View. TSU, Prairie View, all of them down there. I lived in Houston four years, so I love it. So, she's at PV and Jillian, my younger daughter, is actually at the University of Oklahoma. She's a freshman. Okay. Now. Oh, so, okay. So yeah, oh, you two huh? kids, two oh, kids in college. Oh, yeah. Y'all we got an empty house. We huh? empty house, but we writing those checks. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Keep going. Yes. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah. It's fun. So Dion and I actually spent the day together. Uh, she was off today, and I'm off on Monday. And just the house is clean and quiet. <laughs> is it quiet, and man? We walk around and look around. I said, oh, look at that. Nobody. Y'all don't, y'all don't know how to act. Y'all don't know how to act. The bathroom. <laughs> yeah. The, the floors are all clean. I'm just loving this. Um, I miss, I miss them. Uh, I, miss I them know you did. Yeah. Uh, I know you did. great daughters. They're mm-hmm. both smart, yes. lovely, yeah. beautiful, beautiful girls. Yes, and, they uh, are. You know. Wow, so man. Man. Yeah. Oh, we're so proud of them. How yeah, did you handle being the only man in the house? <laughs> crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. I spent yeah. a lot of time on the back porch. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you talk about yeah. sitting out and having coffee in the yeah, morning. So right. that's my 
practice. That's my ritual. Is it? So everybody knows don't mess with me during the coffee. Hour, doing, right? coffee so yeah. Give me 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah. 20 yeah. minutes. And mm-hmm. I don't do anything until I've had a cup of coffee. And I love outdoors. So I mm-hmm. go outside. Yeah, I always outside. kind of built up the uh, you know, backyard patio. Man, yeah, that's my It becomes time. a routine. Yeah. No, it's a routine. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah. That's why she said, hey, Bobby, you on the front porch? I'm on the front porch with that yeah. coffee. I don't have a yeah. front porch. I have a yeah. jack. Well, I, yeah. I want a house with a front porch. That's okay. Kathy, yeah. Yeah. Jeanette, we got yeah. some Rashida's checking you yeah. out. Rashida said, GLA rocks. Hey, <laughs> now. What's up, Rashida? <laughs> now, so what are some of the curriculum that you guys offer at GLA? You yeah. know, what, what kind of classes can they take? Yeah, so uh, it's pre-K through third grade. Of course, we have all the core subjects, uh, reading, uh, Great math, math, that yeah. kind of thing. But we also have enrichment uh, courses. So we have um, – of course, performing arts. We have a great uh, art teacher. We have, of course, uh, our new coach, uh, Mr. Lewis, uh, Coach Lewis, who's mm-hmm. a bright young man who's not only just approaching physical education from the perspective uh, of you know the traditional kind of calisthenics, but really helping kids to understand health and wellness. That's his his uh, his thing. And so, what we actually are growing the school to do, and here's here's the vision. The school will, GLA, will feed into a middle school, right? And our okay. middle school will actually have in it a bank, a real bank, where kids have checking and savings accounts. A real bank, about, huh? A real bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're right. actually looking to partner with the local bank. We got this model from a school in Memphis. And uh, interestingly, this school also started out of conversations uh, at a church, uh, the New Direction Church in um, in Memphis, Tennessee. Well, so in their school, they have a, a, a bank, and every kid has an account. And every kid between sixth grade and twelfth uh, grade develops and tweaks a business plan. You wow. start in sixth grade with a business concept. Mm-hmm. By the time you're in high school, you're actually operating a business. You're actually able to even qualify for this big prize uh, there where you actually uh, submit your business plan, you run a business, and there's a company in Memphis that gives the winner, uh, the person who has the best business plan, actually a big prize, which is usually a contract of some sort. So there was a young girl we met. She was in the 11th grade. She had a cup- cupcake company. She sold so many cupcakes and developed this business plan. And you, So think about this. The business plan actually puts kids in a position where they're uh, able to do uh, have more of a, a interdisciplinary approach to mm-hmm. their education. So there's, there's English, there's math, there's social study, there's science, all of those subjects get integrated into the development of a business plan. And then ultimately uh, for this young woman, because she won the prize, um, there was uh, a company in Memphis that gave her a contract to cater three major events, and she three? made yeah, mm-hmm. she made uh, you know a bucket load uh, of money off of that, and so that's our vision. So when our kids are old enough to start developing their own business plan, that will be another offering that we'll have. Mm. Yeah. Sounds interesting, yeah. man. Yeah, sounds good. How many teachers over there? So we have about twenty six teachers. Okay, uh, about right. twenty uh, <laughs> nine thirty people on on the staff so far. Uh, yeah. Wow. It's that's just like growing fast. Yes. Yeah. And I like the fact that it, the children it makes the children feel so confident yeah. Yeah. to be around. Yeah. 
familiar yep. and getting that nourishment, not only that education, but that, that we emotional. Look like them, yes. right. like yes. them, yes. like them yes. able to relate to them mm-hmm. and understand their sense of humor. Yes. Right. You know, one of the reasons yes. I got into this, I, wow. you, know, you know, we have our own way of, uh-huh. of, uh-huh. of you know, related to each other when it comes to our sense of humor, right? That's true. I was at a school one time, and there were two boys, two black boys. Really, they were just playing a dozen. Jones and each other, you know, going back and forth Uh with each other. And one of the teachers came in and disciplined both of them, sent them out. They said, you're being disrespectful to each other. I said, well, actually, you know, this is... a a ritual I'm gonna show in love. They're not hurting each other and they're actually not attacking each other. It's a sparring game. In fact, you cannot grow up in our community and function if you don't know how to uh, deal with it. Right. To deal with it. So, right. uh, we actually uh, had a long conversation, the teacher and I, after that. And I said, you know, this is why we need more black teachers and black mm-hmm. people in schools that are predominantly black because so they know the culture people don't understand our culture yeah, one of the things that we focus on at gla is making sure that we have culturally competent people adults in the building yeah oh, and you yeah, must you gotta that. have that yeah, yeah. Yeah. you know you gotta have that yeah. you know we've been up yeah. under like tps has such a system like that yeah. to me yeah. now this is bobby talking so they have such a system that's really not culturally set up for yeah. people of color yeah. You know, so you have to always go by mainstream, yeah. uh, I'm white society, yeah. and they come in and set it up the way they yeah. want to. And then when you go against that, yeah. they don't understand yeah. it. Well, this culturally, this is what, you know, yeah. what we do as a people. So what we know is most of public school education today is structured to benefit white females. That's what it, it is. Because yeah. most of the people who teach in K-12 public education mm-hmm. historically have been mm-hmm. and continue to be white females. That's true. So white females. For, who, uh, you know, the way they learn, the way they interact with one another, uh, their, their cultural kind of norms seem to dominate the culture of the classroom. So you get a young black boy who comes in there who's used to being, you know, more active and physical and moving. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that person, that kid uh, becomes a threat to a teacher. Well, mm-hmm. you need to sit down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to, be uh, still. yeah, be still. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not always the the way that, you know, some of us learn. Yeah, we do have to have, you know, some discipline. Some discipline. Some discipline. Don't get right. me wrong. No, yeah. but right. we need people who understand our kids, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes, who understand. That's what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's what, that's yeah. a good thing, but we have to be, we have to educate our yeah. children to understand how to receive it. But those people, they don't know. So you got to be careful, you know what I mean, who you send your kids to and Mm -hmm. up under because there's some situations that kids have went to school and the teachers, there's some disconnect there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and Pastor, I just want to say that in the curriculum, at least once or twice or every month, drilling my baby's head, when you turn 18, what you going to do? Vote. Vote. Yeah. Vote. 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 Register yeah. to vote. Yeah. Yes, I'm really talk adamant about, about that. that. We yeah. talk about that all the time. Yeah. You must remember that yeah. people died yeah. so you could have the right yeah. to vote. And they voted, and so now you have some rights. But but we still kind of behind, yeah. yes. you know what I mean, in our voter <clears throat> application process. And we need to vote. Register your kids to vote. You yes. know, get them, yes. get them pumped up. That's right. You know, 
This yes, last man. election we had, I was the first one in the line at the Rudy Seal Library. Right? Me and my son <laughs> yeah. Trey. You know, I wanted <laughs> to make Trey? sure, huh? He's, he's 21. That's yeah, but uh, we were the first in line. Yeah. I'm yeah, talking about right. the that's first ones up. to vote at the at the library, mm-hmm. and because I believe in voting, I believe in those supporting yeah. those people who made it yeah. possible. That's right. One of my proudest moments was the day that my daughter voted for the first time, Jordan, wow. when she was when she was eighteen. She eighteen, was yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. So got yeah. up in that line yeah. and That's right. went yeah. in there and cast that ballot, huh? Yeah. yeah. I know yeah. that line was all the way around mm-hmm. Transformation wow. Church. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was, uh, yeah, I was yeah. in it too. Yeah. I seen uh, yeah. Kim. Kim was in yeah. it too. Kimberly yeah. was in. We were standing well, there waiting You turn. know, this upcoming election, we're going to need all the votes oh, we God. can yes. get, yes. you guys. Yes. I mean, yes. if you don't vote, you don't have a voice. Yes. Yes. You know? And don't complain. Yes. That's don't right. Complain. And don't complain. Don't yeah. complain. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So, <laughs> some exciting news. The Metropolitan Church is actually the new uh, polling place. Yeah. Oh, really? really? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, yay. For what so, district? So, those of you uh, who once voted at Transformation oh. will now vote at the Met Church. Hey, that's yes. me. Oh, wow. that's uh-huh. yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, uh, that's yeah. wonderful. So that's that's right because thing. Transformation is going to be moving yeah. from there. Yeah. 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 Are they yeah. moving to yeah. Bixby? No. They got a big event yeah, center. No, it, it's in Bixby. Oh, it's it in Bixby? Bixby? But I think uh, they're actually keeping the facility down there. here on Pine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And it's keeping that one and moving, having like a couple of. Ultimately, the, yeah, the main location will be uh, yeah. like the Spirit Center yeah. out in Something. Bixby. Yeah, yeah right. so, okay, I heard, okay, that, it is I out heard about okay. that because uh, one of yeah. the. Uh, the Todd's uh, with the Juice Radio mm-hmm. Show, and they kind of keep us informed yeah. of what they're doing over there. Because he ended up having four or five services, didn't he? he does. Oh, man, he's powerful. He yeah. He's powerful. Well, he's, he's a talented kid. Yes, he is. He, he really is. Talented. He's really a kid. Yeah, yeah, he's a kid. But he's young. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he is young. But he's an incredibly talented preacher. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. he is. Well, yeah. the young people, yeah. young, young, yeah. young, young. Yeah, he can relate to that. That's what it is. And, you know, and, you know, they say a church can't survive without his young. No. I don't, you know, mm-hmm. and we have so many churches that have four or five cars outside yeah. on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just the pastor and yeah. his brother's kids. Yeah. And you know what I mean? I'm and, so thankful. And for a big me. old edifice, yeah. big empty edifice, man, you know, and I think because in a lot of, a lot of young people, cause I deal with a lot of young people too. They just don't want to go to tradition. Yeah. They don't want to mm-hmm. just get involved with the tradition of a church, you know, and uh, 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 they want to be educated and taught. You that's know? the thing. Yeah, they, they want to be taught, yeah. you know. Yeah. And that that so that's why some of them don't go. Yeah. No, and and they want to ex- they experience church differently, you know. Yeah. Yes, young people they they're, do. they're in uh, a product of the digital age, so yeah, technology. They want to experience church online sometimes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. It, things are different, and we've got to keep up. I will say one of the things we are focused on at the Met Church, and Sons Ray can um, validate this, is that we really work very hard to be an intergenerational church. Yes. I said to my mm-hmm. congregation when I first came, I don't want to be the pastor of a church that my mother couldn't be comfortable in, and my mm-hmm. mother's now 94, right. and then my daughters couldn't be comfortable in. So it's not easy. It's not easy yeah. to have a ministry where – 
17-year-olds feel connected and 95-year-olds feel connected. <laughs> the people in the middle feel connected. You got to shut the music. You know, yeah. you have all kinds yeah, of right. yeah. incorporate yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's, that's why you're having some great success yeah. over there and being able to do things because yeah. you're doing yeah. things like that mm-hmm. and making people feel comfortable. Even some seniors. And we have a lot of active young people yeah, in the church, too. Young per- mm-hmm. I, I, you know, where mm-hmm. it gets around. Yeah. yeah. You know, you find out, you know, you know, so that's something that uh, uh, is a good thing because some of the, I'm not knocking some of the churches. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. You know, I'm not trying to I bash nobody, but some are so traditional yeah. to the point, man, that uh, it's like I ain't heard nothing. Yeah. Yeah. But a bunch of ho- ho- hooping and hollering yeah. and running around and and that's that's all I've gotten since I've been here. And everybody blames that on yeah. the Holy Spirit. Uh, you know what I mean? That's not the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy yeah. Spirit is a, a teacher. And so He's a we teacher. do have to get back to our roots when it comes to teaching biblical literacy. People want to come to church and not only just feel. And we, we you know, we want to feel good and yeah. have the emotional right, uh, exactly. experience that uh, is related to worshiping with uh, our friends and family and peers. But we also want to be taught. You know? yes. And so there, there needs to be a word that challenges us. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what young people are asking for. And that's what, you know, uh, many of our families, middle-aged families are asking for. Mm-hmm. I want, you know, good, solid teaching. teaching. Yeah. Yeah. teaching. And Pastor, I, I'm always amazed how you can connect with everyone in the church, like we just went through the Friends with Benefits yeah. series. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> how do you come oh, up? Y'all did one. How do you, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, it ain't what you think, but it is. Yeah, we went there. Yeah, okay. But um, how do you how do you think of these things? I mean, how do you how do you these sermons? Well, not well. You know, you can look in the Bible and see yeah. what you know. Something, but how do you like? Um, sometimes you'll use props. Yeah, I mean, yeah. How do you know? Or how do you get those ideas so to connect you with all of remember, us? In a former life, I was actually a first grade teacher. Uh, yeah, I teach for America teacher in uh, Linwood, California, out mm-hmm. there in south uh, near um, in Southern California. So I actually learned a lot about how to take difficult material and make it accessible to six year olds. And so the principle is not very different than what we do on Sunday mornings where we take difficult material and make it accessible to 60-year-olds or 30-year-olds. Mm-hmm. And so I know that people don't want to just come there every time and hear me talk. And so, But if I have a, a story that I can yeah. tell or a prop that I can use uh, to capture people's attention, sometimes you remember uh, I actually come in costume and yeah. do a First person <laughs> do, kind do of you? narrative. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Do something to keep yes. people awake, Bobby. You know, I, they got to mm-hmm. be awake and they got to uh-huh. be engaged. And uh-huh. so, yeah, I, I use I pull out all my first grade teacher tool wow. uh, in my in my preaching that's, ministry. That's interesting. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's yeah. good. And I got a good team. I got a good uh, creative team. My staff, Merton and Lordly and Eric yeah. and Robin. I mean, sometimes we sit down together and we say, okay, what's on people's minds? What are, what are people talking about? What are people concerned about? That's where the whole Friends with Benefits series came mm-hmm. up. Uh, somebody said, you know what? We need to we need to do we need some teaching on friendship. And so I actually started reading uh, all the biblical literature on friendship and reading uh, other 
books by people who have done commentary on what the Bible means when it talks about friendships. And we came up with this, you know, to keep it edgy and get y'all's attention. We said, all right, let's call it Friends with Benefits. And you remember the first Sunday? Yeah. I asked the title. Yeah. Everybody was like, Whoa. oh, yeah, we did. We're going to get hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. That's the first thing kind of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grabbed our attention. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. You got them like that, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Got yeah. yeah. And right. it was very fulfilling it's too. Fun. Yeah, it's been. I it's enjoyed been, it. Yeah, I, I did too. And, yeah, like I said, my girlfriend and I we <clears throat> got into a conversation about letting people in versus yes. God about sending people sending yeah. people yeah. to yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. the story about your daughter. Well, yeah. I thought that was yeah. so deep. That yeah. was so beautiful. How that just oh, yeah? connected. There's things like that. Tell Bobby the story. The, the story <laughs> about Jordan and the. Um, the crocheting yeah, class. The crocheting yeah, class. So yeah. I, you know, I, I, Bobby, I can be a little hands-on with my kids. I, I've been trying, you know, to step back and let go for 19 mm-hmm. years, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but I, so I was telling the congregation yesterday, I let Jordan take her car to prayer view. So first year, you don't take your car to college. Right, you, right. You walk, That's what I you, hear. you do whatever you, you got to do. You let her take but, hers, huh? So you have to have strong grades. And I, I said, I'm proud to announce that she has a 3.9 GPA oh, down at wow. Prairie View. Hey. 3.9 plus GPA. And I said, all right. Year one, you did great. You get to take your car. And so I've been teasing. I said, it seemed like you're in the car too much. One day I called her, and she was in the car. And I was like, every time you call her, she's yeah, in the car. Like, huh? You know, you didn't even have a car last year. What's going on? She's Is she like, living on campus? She all lives now. on campus. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, they have these nice little apartments. Yeah, that are, yeah I know about that. It's, it's, it's a whole new game uh, mm-hmm. other than when I was uh, living in Texas. But anyway, mm-hmm. I um, – Heard her say, no, my friend and I, we're coming from our crocheting class. I said, crocheting class? What are you doing in a crocheting crocheting class? Uh, And you're, you know, a biology pre-med major, Jordan. You need to be on it. And uh, we had actually, this other pastor I met when I was down there, actually, we put our daughters together and said, y'all need to become friends. And so she was with this other, uh, this friend that uh, we had connected with over the summer and uh, I was like, I thought that girl was a good influence. Y'all out there doing crochet. Yeah. And so, <laughs> Daddy, she said, Daddy, no, we're taking the crochet class because uh, we learned that if you want to be a surgeon, one of the ways to improve your dexterity and your hand-eye coordination is to crochet. So oh. they're taking the class so they could actually prepare themselves. She said, in fact, it's something that medical schools use, uh, or look for on your resume. How, what oh. have you done to prepare yourself? So I'm thinking the girl is just wasting time, <laughs> wasting my yeah, money, they're that. and that they're crocheting. <laughs> and she's actually doing something for her purpose. Right. So she's on yeah. it. I was like, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was going to let her have it. I was going <laughs> to let her have it. <laughs> you know how much money I just paid to them? And you you trying to do it. You trying to do a blanket, <laughs> you know. Yeah, well, right. they are donated to the to the community yeah, people, right? Yeah, they donate the blankets to family, right? Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, somebody just had a baby, or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. She right. gets something out of uh, it, and that's then she gets to give something back. So that is so good. I was actually <laughs> proud. I was actually yeah. a little embarrassed. Once you understand, you should have been. You know, I was about to flip off on her. Right. Give her that daddy speech. Right. Wow. Yeah. That's so wonderful. That, so you've been down to Prairie View? You've been down there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots yeah. of times. Lots of times. Just came back 
uh, three weeks ago, I think, or so. Okay. Yeah. I drove, yeah. drove her down with the car. So. Okay. Yeah. You took, oh, her, wow. took her down there. Yeah. Took her down there. She, did you let her drive down there? She drove the whole way. She did? She drove wow. the whole way. So, yeah. She you did. just sit over there and sleep. That's the first time. Went to sleep. Done. Not in sleep. I'm not uh, that yes. comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kept my eyes open the whole time. No, she's a, George's a great driver, too. But she, okay. you know, she was so excited about having yeah. a little old car down there. <laughs> so she drove it. And the this is her first first way. year, second year? This, she's a second year. Second yeah. year. Yeah, he said no okay. first year. First yeah. year. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. That's what they normally say. Yeah. So, is she uh, into uh, any uh, activities down there, or she's just going to school? No, she's uh, in a couple of organizations. She's in the uh, student government uh, association, so she's actually oh. running for office. Uh, so right. Yeah. Uh, she's got a, an appointment. Um, she's like the secretary or something like that that she was appointed to. So, yeah, she's mm-hmm. uh, involved in student government. She's also involved in this uh, group called. UMA, I think that's uh, University Medical Academy, and uh, it's a competitive uh, position where you have to apply to get into this program, and those who get into this program uh, get uh, extra resources and help to prepare them for uh, medical school applications. So Prairie View actually has had this uh, group Mm -hmm. since 2004, and the, uh, the success rate for kids who go through this program and get into med- medical school is higher than the national average. Uh, this brother who runs this down there um, actually gets 88% of the kids who apply to medical school mm-hmm. from his program actually get into medical school. Wow. Okay, wow. I'm proud of her. Excited. So she's working yeah. real hard. Real hard. Yeah. She's not just crocheting, I guess. Yeah. So. <laughs> she's in the medical field, she's a, right? She's a biology major. And she's a biology yeah. major. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she yeah. wants to be a surgeon. Yeah. That's Oh, that's what yeah. she wants to be. Yeah. yeah. Ooh-wee. And, wow. and she actually likes it. She had a great opportunity in Tulsa. And see, this is what I love about Tulsa. You, I mean, you get to know people well enough that you uh, can kind of, you know, make a call and help out uh, mm-hmm. a kid. So there's uh, Dr. Darnell Blackman, a surgeon here in town, actually mm-hmm. allowed Jordan to come in and uh, watch him you know, do surgery. I've heard of him. Yeah, Dr. Blackman. He's only, he's only one, isn't he? Is it like how, how many black surgeons are I there? I know here? two. I know two, two? in town. I've heard of his name. One in uh, Hillcrest. Um, yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. And so yeah. Jordan got a chance to shadow uh, with him, just being and, there and shadow, yeah, him. and watch the whole thing, and oh, watch amputations, oh, and I was like, oh, oh Jordan, I don't want to be, you know. Yeah. Well, wow, you know, that's wonderful that she can, she can do it. Yeah, that she, she do that doesn't bother yeah. her, the blood gore yeah. and all no. that doesn't bother her. She's got to get used to it anyway. She got to, she gonna do what she do. She got to. But it takes a special person to be able to do that. I honor and respect any doctors, anybody in the medical field. Anybody can do that. I just, yeah, yeah, same here. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. So she's into it, huh? She's into it. She's into it. So. And your other daughter, she's what is she involved Julie, in? Julie, yeah, and that's my mini me. Julie <laughs> okay. a lot like her I daddy, am. Her. Yeah, yeah, she's a liberal arts person. So uh, my wife is uh, a physician too. She practices psychiatry. And so mm-hmm. Jordan is the kid. She's like her mom. She's always known what she wants, wanted to do. Just focus from five years old. Mm-hmm. Jillian is like her dad. 
we figure it out as we go. <laughs> she said, oh, you, and that what? And she, we took her down there in July, July 7th. I think Jillian's changed her major three times. Okay. <laughs> she finally landed oh, yeah. on sociology, though, but she, uh-huh. she's a thinker. She's a writer. I, I, I love to read her stuff. I mean, she's an amazing writer. In fact, I just read a paper that she um, – Wrote for class. She always asked me to proofread her, her papers, you know, because I'm I'm an English major, so mm-hmm. that's my thing. She want to make sure. So, you yeah, I would proofread her papers, and she's just brilliant. She is so smart. Whatever Jillian decides to do, she will be amazing. Wow. And I, I think she'd be a great. Uh, she's going to be a leader. I don't, I don't know where, but she's going to be a leader. But I think she'd be a great public servant. Uh, she's already talking about maybe running a nonprofit. Um, her her thing is you know helping people. Yeah, yeah nonprofits are good. Yeah, you know, yeah. They, they, you know. Oh, man. I, I hope she comes uh, home to Tulsa and uh, really brings her skills back here, mm-hmm. so, yeah. which I think she will. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what GLA will do for your children. Yeah. It's only the beginning, right, it's Pastor? It's not too late to enroll in Greenwood Leadership Academy. Go to our website <laughs> www.greenwoodleadershipacademy.com org and you can find out how to get enrolled say that one more time yes it is not too late to enroll in greenwood leadership academy go to our website greenwoodleadershipacademy.org you can get information about job offerings and of course about enrollment Mm -hmm. uh, as well so Come on, check us out. And if you ever get a chance, you ought to just walk through that school. It is just yeah, I'm going to come pay it a visit. lifting to see those wow. kids. They're dressed in their nice uniforms. Their heads are up. They're tall and standing proud. And it, just, it, it makes me feel good. Whenever I'm having kind of a little, you know, a lull in my day, I'm feeling some kind of way. Look at those kids. I go, to those kids, I go walk through that hall. Wow. And it, it, it lifts me up. It, gives, wow. it brings me so much joy. To see those and, kids, and yeah. the fact that our community did this, like we came together, right. we, we say that we did this. We ah, did yes. this and that's thing. what it's about. Yeah. It's all about the kids, yeah. you know. Yeah. You know, our nonprofit here is called Not Forgotten Children, yeah. and wow. Uh, wow. we don't want we don't want to forget the children in our yeah. nonprofit here. Yeah. And me and uh, Dean Finley and Ramal Brown, we've gotten together and put that to, yeah. you know together, and, you know, and because. Never forget the kids. Yep. That's right. You know, you don't forget the kids and stuff like that. And when you have a man been blessed enough right. to have a school. Yeah. I mean, a school, awesome. you know. Yeah. yeah, man. You know, that's that's something that's very uh, to be commended yeah. about, you well, know, to be you. able to do that, man. But thank you for what you're doing for kids. I appreciate the work you're doing to kind of yeah, expose our kids yeah. to yeah. the kind of yeah. experiences that they otherwise would, would not yeah. uh, mm-hmm. have access to. Well, thank that's you. That's what uh, made the difference for people like me. I mean, yeah. uh, I want to thank yeah, you for yeah, the donation, yeah, too, yeah, you know, well, to to the Juice Radio yeah, yeah. Show. And we're taking that's them next yeah. month uh, yep. to, to Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, we're going to go to that's Atlanta. Exciting. CNN. And CNN yeah. News, yeah. Martin Luther King yeah. Center, yeah. Uh, a couple of radio stations yeah. we're going to visit, and uh, Tyler Perry's uh, production stuff. So we're yeah. trying to put it all we can in there. That's amazing. Airbnb. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. we're gonna have some fun with it and education. Yeah, you know so it should be real good. You know, so we're still taking donations yeah. too. So uh, you guys, you know, yeah. if you cash app, you can go to Eaton Media Services at Cash App or Go GoFundMe, PayPal, and PayPal too. So yeah. we gotta, you know, we're just trying to raise yeah. all this money for these young people. That's right. 
That's important. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, we well, really thank you, man. I appreciate it. Because Definitely. what we see over here at Eden Media Services, we don't have a lot of uh, black journalists, yeah. blacks in media. Yep. And yes. media is something that we are real. it's a need. We're in need of black media. Here, yes. You know, we don't have a lot of sure. it. You know, here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, I think we only have uh, Oklahoma Eagle, Black Wall Street Times, mm-hmm. E Media Services, and the Black uh, Star. What is it? Star Racism Stinks. Well, 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 that's yeah, more that's of a not, movement. Not, yeah, it's not a media yeah. service. It's not a media service. But we got uh, just a few. Yep. And mm-hmm. KJMs, you know, we got them over yeah. there. So yeah. it's not a whole lot. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. it's not. We need more of You're it right. because yes, the Hispanic community got tons of it. They got yeah. TV shows. They yeah. got radio yeah. stations. They got everything that they yeah. need, you know, to do things. And plus, white uh, white people, they got they control mainstream right. media. Sure. You know, isn't that yeah. something? Yeah. I mean, here we are. Here we are, the black community on the north side. We take up a good little space. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You agree? Why are we always the last? We're the yeah. last one for our council. Yeah. We're a last one for a grocery store. We're a last one for our own yeah. media services. Why is that? Well, one reason why is because we got to educate our people. And we, we, we go out so much with our hands out and expecting someone to give us something when we should be doing for ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, the more we can do for ourselves, the better it's going to come out for us. Mm-hmm. Like the Black Wall Street way of life. That dollar flipped around mm-hmm. so many times. Yeah. You mm-hmm. sell your house to me, and then I buy it, and I sell it to uh, Pastor Owens, and, mm-hmm. you know, he mm-hmm. get it and sell it back to mm-hmm. Dean Finley. And mm-hmm. we just were so involved, you know, mm-hmm. like that. But we don't do that no more. What happens in our community is grandma's house falls apart and then we move out and we go somewhere else, you know, and pay Mm -hmm. rent. And then the Hispanics move into the neighborhood and they look at it and their mouths be watering. Ooh, and nine, I'm going to get up in there and put a roof on it. Boom, 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 boom. And now it's looking good. Or we're tearing it down. So that's what it is. Yeah. And that's too bad. We We have to find a way. Mm-hmm. To recycle our dollars. Yeah, we do. Yes. We, we've got to get back to that. Yeah, we got to get yeah. back. We got to get back yeah, to do. that. You know, that's the way of life. You know, because I remember when I was a kid and I lived in North Tulsa back in the 60s and the 70s, you didn't have to go nowhere. Everything yeah. was here. Right here. Where yeah. you I mean, you had your grocery stores more than one, several grocery yeah. stores. Yeah, it was like 15, that when I first came 15 here. Fifteen night spots, yeah, and 20, 20 mm-hmm. restaurants, and yep. all things was over here. Taxi cab services and all that was over here in North Tulsa. You didn't have to go nowhere to do anything. You know, you could get you can get a pair of underwear. Yeah. <laughs> you, know <what> right. I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? A pair of socks. So, Bobby, yeah. do you think yeah. that uh, because back then there was also a black-owned bank? Yeah, we had. But do you black think part banks? of the problem is here in Tulsa the fact that? We are denied, or those that 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 maybe want to start a business are denied loans. Well, are I denied think, access I think, yeah, to. I think could that be an issue? Well, too I'm just thinking systematically yeah. throughout this nation, it's hard for people of color to obtain business right. loans for businesses. Sure. Exactly. You know, but the same thing is that we have enough in, income 
in our own communities to build and grow. We, we got some yeah. self-made millionaires yeah, that popped up here and there and some people yeah. with some big retirement funds yeah. that can yeah. invest in some of the community and some of the land and, and say, hey, man, this me and Joe going to get together and we're going to open up a cleaners. Uh, me and so-and-so, yeah. sister so-and-so going to get together and we're going to open up this and that, a, a boutique boot. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. we got enough money yeah. to start something rather than start yeah. nothing. Yeah. Because gentrification is taking yeah. place. You can Ooh. see the quick trips and the Burger Kings mm-hmm. and all that moving mm-hmm. in. And what's going to happen is we're going to spend all our black dollars with mm-hmm. them like mm-hmm. this and not getting anything back mm-hmm. in yep. return. Yep. Yeah. Now, Bobby, wasn't it you that told me that since they opened up that quick trip? Now, Pastor, mm-hmm. since they opened up that quick trip over there, it has become the number three in the nation in the nation in the right? nation yes, in the nation as far wow. as dollars yeah. money being spent it's number that three i'm alone, not surprised though you know but I, that alone yeah. goes to show how much power we can have yeah we, we spend, spend money, money. Yeah. Yes, we I, had, I had a conversation with the regional district manager and that's the information i found and i was just like wow i kept saying and why they keep running out of gas up there you know the paint you go up to put some gas in your car and some of the stuff they making yeah. bank. Wow. You know what I mean? And I asked them, what are you going to do to give back to this community? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because if we don't hold them accountable, they're just going to keep on doing yep. what they're doing. That's right, Rashida. That's right. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna do what they're going to do. That's why we, gotta, we have to speak and talk on it, you know, mm-hmm. and speak about it. Because we silence, yeah, hey, the squeaky wheel gets yep. the grease, right. you right. know. Yeah. So that's, that's right. what it's all about. Yeah. Yes, indeed. We need some young brothers and young sisters who come on, you know, become actually, you know, franchise owners and actually, you know, build some wealth. young people. And I will tell you something that I learned. I learned from some of my uh, white friends is that we, that we can pass on wealth by buying life insurance policy. Yeah, yes, that is one yes. of the ways. One of the that ways. Families yeah, actually create wealth. And then create wealth that they can pass on from generation to generation. We need to stop being afraid of getting a life insurance yeah. policy. That's you know, true. you are afraid so that we don't die. We need life true. insurance policy so we can pass, pass it on, on. Yeah. Yeah. down. Yeah. That's why uh, yeah. a white race, they'll do that in oh, yeah. a minute. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. they will take their childs and grandkids and show them the property and deeds to mm-hmm. houses yep. and yep. all of yep. these paperwork. They'll sit down, have meetings and, mm-hmm. and sign letters and all of that. Mm-hmm. And then when they when they die, it's they automatically it. done. Yeah. Everybody knows yeah. what to do. I know, more no than a few, I know more than a few that when they turned eight or ten years old, yeah. their parents gave them, gave them $500 and showed them how to invest yep. in stocks. And mm-hmm. so there, you know, there's this one guy I was working with. I, I was very young then in my 20s. And he was telling me, oh, yeah, I get a, I get a check every month for $1,500 yep. because that's mm-hmm. what my dad does. That's how me. they set it that's up. That's how they do. Yep. They mm-hmm. set it up. Because when you don't take care of your business while you're living, that's right. it's going to be some turmoil yep. sometime yep. when you die. Yep. You that's know, right. so many uh, African-American families have had. I was talking to a guy at the funeral home, and he says, man, we see it all the time. Oh, oh, People yeah. coming in and families oh, arguing yeah. and fighting oh, yeah. over pro- property and cars mm-hmm. and houses mm-hmm. and because they have not taken the time take business, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. to take mm-hmm. care of that business. Yeah, we go. Mm-hmm. We got some clients like that now. They're just bickering, bickering, bickering. Back and forth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy it's when it's like that. Yeah. That's a terrible place to be in, yeah. you know. 
You know, yeah. so take care of your business. Yeah. Like you say. Or, or you can do like my grandmother. What my what? grandmother did, what? she gave what she was going, she was like 85 then. She passed away when she was 88. Mm-hmm. But she kind of was getting that feeling, I guess, the witchy woman. And she got everything, took account of everything that she owned. She gave my uncle one bear what she wanted him to have. She gave my mom what she wanted her to have. Mm-hmm. She paid for all of her expenses for cremation was, was, and everything. Mm-hmm. She said, because I don't want nobody, nobody fussing yeah. over nothing. So that's another way you can do that's it. That's my kind of people. Yeah. Right. Take care of business. Yeah, grandmother was like, then they bring the problem to the pastor, so they're right, like, oh, right. Oh, right. referee. Yeah, you right. Right. You <laughs> right. 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 deal with those. Oh, my goodness. How do you deal, how do you deal with it? Man? I know that can be stressful it for is, you. It is, it is stressful to see a family that's already in, in – they're grieving – but then they're also fighting over resources oh, and gosh. who gets what. And I mean, come yeah, on, like, come on. take care of our business. Let's make sure we leave things out. Mm-hmm. Let's tell our kids and yep, tell our kids uh, what mm-hmm. we want. Yeah. Um, and we need to do it early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah do it, true. do it early. Yeah. 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 yeah, I sit down with my kids and I just put it all out there. They know what to do. Well, good. You know, and yeah. that's a good thing. Good you know, good I don't want that turmoil no. to be taking place. <laughs> I've been in that situation before, so yeah. I understand. My uh, grandbabies even know what song I want. Uh, <laughs> my celebratory homecoming. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's good. That's good. Well, Pastor we're going to take a little short pause for the calls. All right. You know what I mean? They say I got to pay some bills. You know what I mean? And I'm going to pay a couple of these bills right quick by our paid sponsors and stuff like that. So yeah. stick around. Mm-hmm. We're going to come right we'll back. Right All right. And uh, you're on the Bobby Eaton Show, where we tell our stories our way. I thought we talked. Yeah. Okay. We use the platform to promote today's leaders while inspiring tomorrow's. We super serve our local community while helping you serve the world. We are eating these services. Oh, service via company providing potion, videography, recording services, and more. Connect with us today. Find out how we can help you entertain, empower, and inform at EatonMediaServices.com. Searching for ways to grow your business? Or perhaps you would like to invest in Tulsa's African-American community? The Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce is a great place to start. The Chamber was created to serve and increase the visibility of needs in our community. It is an umbrella organization for local businesses, the Tulsa Juneteenth Festival, VWS Black Women in Business, and the Grassroots Economic Development Fund known as VWS The Power Group. For more information about the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce or to donate to The Power Group, visit VWSChamber.com. Hi, I'm Denise Parker with Midtown Embroidery. We do it all from any type of promotional, from screen printing, embroidery, school uniforms, Greek lettering, workwear, monogramming. There's no job too big or too small and no location too far. Let us be your one-stop shop. We're located at 2808 East 15th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74104. Our phone number is 918-982-3254. Our email address is denise.tulsamidtown at gmail.com. Thank you. Thank you. 
Dawn Tree here, CEO of Underground Tree Studios, your one-stop shop for graphics, web design, and art. You can find us online at www.utreep.com. That's the letter U, T-R-E-E-P.com, as well as finding us on Facebook, Underground Tree Studios, Instagram as Underground Tree, and you can also find artist Dawn Tree online as Artista Dawn Tree, and you can also kick it old school and give us a call at 202-910-4409. Don't hesitate to call us. All it takes is a 10-minute consultation, and we can have you hooked up. Peace. If your credit starts with a three, four, five, or six, this is for you. Did you know that it's costing you to have bad credit? You can't get qualified for that house or apartment and you're paying high interest rates, along with paying high car insurance, and it may be costing you that job that you really want. What are you waiting on? Take more of a holistic approach. Pick up the phone and call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. With 13 amazing services, we restore and repair generations to come. Once again, call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. If you know better, you do better. Only the Credit Shiro can help you to save the day. Oh, yeah, that's a credit Shiro out of Houston, Texas, here on the Bobby Eaton Show, where we tell our stories our way, and uh, that's what we do. Every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, and uh, on Saturdays, what times? On From Saturdays? noon to 2. Yeah, noon to 2 o'clock. Yeah, you cleaning the house? Yeah, good. One lady, she called me, she said, I listen to you every Saturday. I be in here washing dishes and cleaning up, and I just cut you on and just listen to your show. You know what I mean? And then I got a lady, every Friday night, she said, because you play music. Yeah. Every Friday. So I just cut it on, and I be jamming in there. I say, yeah. Speaking of music? Speaking of music, hey, we getting ready to launch. Well, put it like this. Here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, we have the all-new 89.9 FM radio. And it's on the air right now. Right now. We're only playing music, so you're not going to get a lot of the talking and content because we're doing what they call a demographics range test Mm -hmm. to see how far we can transmit. And we're going to be bringing some shows here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, if you're in Tulsa, uh, some conscious shows, economic development, jobs, Mm -hmm. employment, Mm -hmm. uh, racism, all of it. You know, we're going to talk about politics, the full gamut, spirituality. Mm -hmm. Yes. And more, you know, and jazz, yeah, Sunday. jazz on a Sunday, <laughs> and we're gonna have some ch- uh, some church sermons in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, and so we're incorporating everything into eighty nine point nine FM on oh, your radio. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so when you know when we get off the air right now, those people in Tulsa who are listening, just cut it on eighty nine point nine FM, yeah. and you'll hear some old school. Yeah. Now yeah. we playing, we ain't gonna hip hop on yeah, y'all now. So y'all ain't gonna gonna be some old school, you okay. know, for you know, for the grown and intelligent. Right. You know, <laughs> grown, so say grown and sexy. Yeah, yeah. grown and sexy. Yeah. Where well, you can throw that grown, in there too. Seasons and sexy. Seasons and sexy. So <laughs> we want to get conscious information out there for 
for our people, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's needed. Very much so needed. Mm -hmm. Ray Owens in the house, Pastor Ray Owens, Metropolitan Church. Mm -hmm. And uh, what's the location, man? Tell everybody where it is. That church is at 1228 West Apache. Come by and check us out Wednesday nights, Mm -hmm. uh, dinner for our kids, uh, Sundays, of course, 9 and 11. Uh, we made a commitment when we built that building that this would be one of the hubs of the community, that it would not only be used for worship, but used also uh, as a resource to this community. So we've had summer literacy programs in that building. Uh, We've hosted uh, politicians and town hall meetings. Mm -hmm. And when the state uh, superintendent race was going on uh, in Oklahoma, they were looking for a place to bring people together. So, mm. uh, and the Met Church was a place yeah. that is not just uh, a place where we worship on Sunday. It's a building that's for our community. So yeah. check us out. Wow. That's always been the you goal. Know, that's what yeah, I love right. Metropolitan. Church. You mm-hmm. uh, uh, have a pastor from Houston that comes up here all the time. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, uh, pastor Marcus. He's used to come to Now, Marcus, Mr. Pastor uh, Cosby used to come to uh, a church that I belong to in Houston was called New Mount Calvary down there with yeah. Pastor Willie Jones. What part of Houston? Fifth Ward. Yeah, okay. Is that down okay. over yeah. in Fifth Ward yeah. over there? And he used to come over there all the time. Yeah. You know, and he is awesome. He's amazing. He's so he's he get up with a, he, he get up without a Bible. Nothing. Yep. You know, yep. in his just it's all yeah. in his head. God you know, and, and, and yes, God yeah. has gifts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, so yeah, great man, yeah. you know, so you got some great people exactly. coming mm-hmm. back. We'll have him here yeah. October 14th and 15th mm-hmm. at the Met Church. Reverend yeah. Marcus Cosby will be back with us. We call it that uh, our Harvest Time Revival. So Harvest Time yeah. Revival. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. great, great, great man. And I just great. want to throw it out there if you're listening and you are in the Tulsa area, we are having um, tryouts. We're having trials for our, for our choir. We're having trials for our upcoming uh, production, yep. our stage production. So if you got some talent, and even if you can sing, come on out. It's happening yeah. right now. Uh, started at That's 7, and good. I know Mert's going to so be there. Ray is one of our featured actresses <laughs> at the Met Church. Yeah. She's, yeah. <laughs> she is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dr. Ray always acts. Yeah. I remember when she started doing this. You know, mm-hmm. well, I mean, I'm going to try this. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, she didn't been in so much, so many plays and stuff. Yeah. And I know. She's doing stuff, man. It's not it's good fine. to be active. Yeah, it's good I to be active and like stay active. Yeah. You know, some of yeah. you guys need to, and girls, guys and gals, mm-hmm. need to just come out the house yeah. and get active. Yeah. Don't, don't retire too soon. That's right. You know, some yeah. people just, they they, they, they can got some energy, mm-hmm. but they just keep mm-hmm. the energy in the house. Yeah. You, you know, they need to get outside those doors yeah. and, man, get out here. It's plenty mm-hmm. to do. There's a yeah, lot that's to do. true. There's, There's a lot of work and a lot of stuff to do and a lot of stuff, like I said earlier in the show, that you could volunteer for. You know, yeah. you could really volunteer within your own little immediate family. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, I think that's yeah. what we're missing because a lot of times, you know, we've gotten away from everybody sitting at the dinner table. Yeah, yeah. and having you that know, conversation. Put your phones down. Everybody sit at the dinner table and let's have a conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, or give or um, you know, have a family gathering at least once a month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do that over somebody's house. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just yeah. go to the park. Just get out and yeah. do some stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I go around in our community and our parks are empty, basically. You don't see too much yep. activity yeah. happening. Well, it's getting hot. You know, well, it's, <laughs> yeah, well, black people don't like that. <laughs> <Yeah. either. laughs> 
We sure don't like the cold. I don't know. We only come out in the evening, so you know. So, <laughs> but you gotta get out that house yeah. and you know get off them cards and dominoes all the time. Yeah, yeah that's you true. Know, just, and guys just mm-hmm. watching the game all the time. Mm-hmm. Get out. Yeah, kids are. The parents is watching the game. I mean, the guys watching the game. Mom's in the kitchen cooking or something, or talking to her girlfriends. Yeah. Kids mm-hmm. is in the in the room playing PlayStation. Mm-hmm. You know, let's let's get together yep. sometime and do yeah. something that's meaningful and encouraging. Yeah. You might learn something different. Yeah, that's true. You know, change something. Mm-hmm. Try some different food or something. You know, mm-hmm. or, you know, do something healthy or do something. That's a family. Yeah, yeah. that's good advice for all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta do. We gotta do yeah. that. Yeah, we gotta yeah. do better. We gotta Can do I remember better. when I was young? My dad used to get us all together. And Get root beer floats, you know what I mean, yeah, yeah. and all of that kind of yeah, stuff. You know, we're going yeah. to get ice cold root beer floating, mm-hmm, just little mm-hmm. stuff ride all around town and different neighborhoods and look at houses and right. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And we say, "Wow, look, that's nice." Yes. Wow, you know, ooh, yeah. yeah. We've never <laughs> seen anything like that, but right. you got to educate your kids and stuff. You know, yeah, yeah that's you know, true. Guys, who if you're doing work and uh, you're in a skill set of carpentry or uh, mechanics. Take your kids with you. Mm-hmm. Put them to work. Mm-hmm. Make them get with you. Yeah. Hey, hey, boy, hand me that hammer. Yeah, hand me that wrench. Yeah. Give, me, give that me that five eight. eight. Yeah, right, five <laughs> eight. Yeah, right. You know, that's what that's what we used to do. Yeah. You true. know, hand me that half inch. It's you true. know, and get in there, twist that knob off of this. Yeah. You now, know, I know we're only going up to third grade, but as it gets, because you know, every year you guys go, yeah. it's going to be another. Will will, will that uh, include like what they? Done away with in our public school systems. No more cooking classes or yeah, we don't or have none wood of that shop no or mechanic we don't shop. Have none or, of that no will we would you be thinking about? So we are certainly open. In fact, that's the kind of input that we that drives GLA. When parents and community members say, "Hey, this is what I think we ought to have for kids," then that's what we respond to. So that's a great idea. So definitely, in the cooking future, class, you know what I that's the, one what thing. I Older. Yeah. Um, one yeah. thing that I would suggest, and uh, you know, it's very missing, but we don't have any music instructors yeah. anymore mm-hmm. to teach just basic music. Yep. And they say, they say that children who have do better if they have music in their yep. life, mm-hmm. and they can, you know, I believe that. Yeah, they play an instrument or do something of that nature, right there. That mm-hmm. they, they're. Their skill sets Absolutely are, true. Yeah. Are, are, you know, I've heard that, you know, mm-hmm. you get a good music, a little teacher, even if you're not teaching just some hardcore music yeah. and stuff, just some basic, yeah. uh, you know, hey, get mm-hmm. your, get a clarinet and get a trumpet and, you know, this mm-hmm. ABC, mm-hmm. you know, just maybe because mm-hmm. we don't have that anymore. Yeah. In our school system, that's just the music. Yeah. And I know wood shop. I remember I used to be in wood shop. And they, boy, <laughs> hey, had to make yeah. a little, make a picture frame and all yeah. that kind of stuff. I remember stuff. wood shop. Everybody said wood it. shop. Yeah, wow. wood yeah. shop. You took it too, yeah. huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. wood shop, man. We had a crazy wood I know shop. I took home making. Tried to sew. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yeah, I tried to sew. Do you remember any of those kids? Yeah. Um, I can, can not on, not on, (laughs) by hand, I can. Now, I can, by hand, I can make it look like it came out of a sewing machine. Oh, can you? Oh, yeah. You can get down like that. But I can't do a sewing machine really good. Yeah. You know, and I can't put the bobbin and all that. Uh I know I've forgotten all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can cook. Oh, right. you, you can get in the kitchen and whip it up, huh? Yeah, you know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, well, that's a good thing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You, need, you, you need to do some cooking yeah, classes. Right. 
Yeah, the people come over your house and show them how to cook. Because some of these ladies can't boil water. Yeah. You know. Or as my niece Eddie K, she says, now when I because one time she was thinking about um getting some little kids together to teach them etiquette and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. She said, and Auntie Sans, you. Are gonna teach them how to make a bed because can't nobody make a bed like you. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> make a bed. Okay, yeah, make a bed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some of them don't even know how. Don't even know how. Not even do that. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, you that's know, true. A washer. Because I had never thought about that. I said, Eddie K. I said, of all the things. <laughs> you know, I like, had a, yeah, because yeah. you can make. <laughs> yeah. I had a friend in Houston, well to do. Mm-hmm. And his wife were well to. They had a beautiful home with mm-hmm. a swimming pool and all that. Mm-hmm. And they had one daughter, and the daughter didn't have to do nothing mm. because the mom, the mom did everything. Something fall over over there, I guess. Well, anyway, the mom mm. did something. The mom did stuff, and the dad did stuff. So, so the girl grew up never doing anything. Wow. wow. Yeah. She never washed clothes. Wow. She never mopped floors or washed dishes or nothing like that because they all did. Yeah. Now she grew up turned 18 and had to go off to college. So she went off to college and they got up, moved her all up there just like you did yeah, with your daughter yeah. and got up in there and uh, in the dormitory room and one of the uh, dormitory ladies came after a while, a period of time she'd been up in there checked, you know, they checked the rooms yeah. mm-hmm. and she came in a room and she said, you need to mop this floor. <laughs> you need to, look at this floor, it's all dirty. You need to mop this floor. She didn't know how to mop the floor. Wow. <laughs> so she had to call back and ask wow. her mother and them, how do you mop the floor <laughs> and oh, clean the goodness. floor? You know what I mean? To sweep the brooms and all yeah. that. She never did it. Wow. wow. So that, that goes to show me it's like, oh, my goodness. Sometimes when you think you're doing a good thing, you're not doing a good thing no, by enabling uh, kids and not mm-hmm. giving them the challenge to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to you gotta, you gotta make them That's do true. stuff. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that is. I would go to I would go to Walmart and take my boys, and we get the basket right. We grocery shopping, so I'd grocery shop a couple of times, and then about the third time I remember when I was grocery shopping, I said, "Y'all grocery shop," and I, I went to sit on the bench. So they went all in there, and you know, and and they put some, you know, and then when they got to the line. You know, I walked over there and I looked in the basket. No, not this. <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say, what did that no, basket no, look like? You, you didn't get no so-and-so with that. Now, you run over there and get the, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and blah, blah, blah. And they got in the basket. So I, I give, you know, give Trader the, the debit card. He knew the PIN number. And they go, <laughs> they go through the line and yeah, take off something. everything. And I'd be sitting back over here just watching. You know, and then all of a sudden they get through and load everything up in the basket, and they come mm-hmm. over there with the receipt, and I'd be looking at the receipt and, mm-hmm. and give my give my card, boy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Put it back in there, and then I would go to the car to the SUV, and I just get in the driver's seat. Well, you got two and, boys, they and they it. and they would load it all up. Mm-hmm. And then when I got to we got to the crib, mm-hmm. they would unload it, it and I go up it and I'd be sitting in my recliner, <laughs> you know, and they would put it up and all of that, you know, because. Because that's what mm-hmm. I did. That's right. Yeah. They, they had the iron. Yeah. I made them iron. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I iron the first time. Now you do it like this and you spray this on mm-hmm. here and you do it like that. Now you and do it. Yeah. And it's very important for men, too. Mm-hmm. I think that's why son is a chef today. Yeah. Because, like I said about Raven, yeah, it was something about that number eight. 
When they turn eight years old, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. They're already yeah. in the kitchen with me. They kind of know. Age. That's a good but that's age. when you start teaching yeah. them. Eight years this old is, how is you a good cook. age. That's how you clean behind yourself. It's wash clean mm-hmm. as you go. Mm-hmm. It's what you do. That's a good so, age. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a good age to start. I think mm-hmm. so, too. I do, too. I think so, too. Yeah. Six, yeah. six or seven washing dishes. Mm-hmm. Sweeping the floor. <laughs> Sweeping the floor. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you got to uh, teach them. That's just what's lacking. Yeah. It's just what's lacking with our children. That's old school. That's old school, lady. Yeah. Yeah, so many of our families, one of the things I think that, you know, Bobby, what you're pointing to is the fact that a lot of times when uh, many of our black families kind of arrive, if you will, or, you know, mm-hmm. like, okay, we're, <laughs> we're able to pay the, the bills for the month. And right. Right. Yeah. 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 We want to give our kids everything that we, we did, did not have. have. Yeah. In other words, there's something flawed about that logic. Yeah. 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 We want to give our kids yeah. opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to rob yeah. them of the, yeah. you know, the skills that they that's need true, to buy. True. And I that's see a true. lot of that in, in yeah. middle class. They like got their own yeah. They got yeah. their own yeah. 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 with air conditioning. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, and this thing about uh, privacy. privacy. I see that on these things. Yeah, Until no you pay your own bills, ain't no privacy there's in my no house. Privacy. Them doors stay open. No, 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 no. Yeah. We don't have no closed doors in my home. Yeah, a lot of stuff goes yeah. on behind closed doors mm-hmm. in a home with a teenager. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. They, see, one important. thing that I've noticed about teenagers and young people, they stay up all night. Oh yeah, man, they up. Really? Yeah, yeah. they up you know, all I'm night. Not around the they got they got they look here. Technology has them on their cell phones. They're on. They watching Netflix. They in chat rooms. They playing games on playstations and stuff. Playing other people. They just doing it in their rooms. They're wow. falling asleep in school the next day. Yeah, right. Wow. Yeah. Te- teachers mm-hmm. tell me, you know, McLean was just in here on Saturday. Uh-huh. McLean t- uh, principal and oh. all, and uh, you know, a couple of teachers were in here on Saturday, and eight o'clock. Nine o'clock in the morning, uh-huh. kids are sleepy. They yep. they ain't saying too much. They tired. You know what I mean? Wow. They, they don't wake up till till ten, eleven o'clock, and twelve noon. Wow, actually, actually up with energy. You know, they got the some of them got the head down on the desk. You know, and because they that's up, why it is so important to have parental yep. involvement yep. Mm-hmm. with your children. Got to, you got, got to. Yep. How do we drill that through the young people's? Young parents, because I've noticed it's really yeah, it's a young parent. Yeah, young yeah. parents. Just, they use those games and PlayStation as pacifiers and babysitters for the yeah. those young people. Yeah. yeah, you know. You well, that's why they don't know yeah. how to say please. We've got to monitor that, and, and yeah. that's yeah. we got to set the rules for that. When I was uh, yeah. my, when my girls were growing up, you know, it took a long time for me to decide to decide to give them cell phones. Mm-hmm. When I finally did, yeah, see, we yeah. had to turn them off. Um, at a certain time, say mm-hmm. nine o'clock, and then we moved it up to ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. In fact, we got to the point where we would, you know, we learned how to, you know, remotely shut it off. Like we would shut it off for ten. Wow. They could not use it because my girls, I found out, were doing just what you said. They were sitting up in the middle of the night, yeah. you know, yeah. FaceTime and friends. And, yeah, you know, what are you doing? Sleeping in school. Why are you sleeping in school? Oh, oh no, that phone will go off until yeah. ten o'clock. That's you right. Know, I they programmed it to, to go off. Well, and so we actually have to implement yeah. some practices to 
to actually help our yeah. kids, you know, become, you know, the kind of citizens of people we need them to be. Otherwise, you know, they just grow up uh, themselves. They, you know, teach themselves and they learn from their friends. If, you know, yes. my friend is sitting up at three o'clock in the morning, FaceTime, and then guess what? I'm mm-hmm. going to be doing that. That's what they do on, too. on Instagram. No, you don't do that. The, you know, we cannot get away from, you know, the basics. We know that kids need rest. We need, they need structure. They need to know how to take care of themselves. They need mm-hmm. to know how to clean up after mm-hmm. themselves. And too many times we get to the place where, oh, I don't want my baby to have to do that. I had to do that coming up. And I, well, that's what made us. You, that's, what right. Mm-hmm. that's right. And so they that's need to right. do it too. Yeah, exactly. yeah that's, that's, mm-hmm. uh, I agree yeah. wholeheartedly. Yeah, that's good. You know, if, a parent, if a parent can find that discipline yep. to, to do that, yep. to mm-hmm. actually physically, mentally, and emotionally do that, mm-hmm. they can, their children yep. are going to turn out yep. a lot better. Because yeah. mm-hmm. nothing irritates me more than if I'm in a store and I see a child. Oh, I know what you're about to say. Oh, I Lord, see a I child Come on. screaming, hollering, or I can't oh, have this. No. Oh, Lord yeah, Jesus. Throwing a temple child. Yeah. Oh, my goodness oh, gracious. Man, right. That's my, I have to remove myself because I be wanting to snatch that <laughs> yeah. child. You know? I have to just kind of turn around and yeah. go a little different way. I was in the store one time, and a little white boy, a couple of little white boys were with their mother. Mm-hmm. And they say, Come on, mom! What the f doing so? You, your dad, hurry up! You know what I mean? And I was like, I I was like, my, my. I said, what? She says, hold on, Daddy, hold on, Billy. You know, oh, I'm going to my goodness. What thing, mom? What the f and the so and so and so and the cursing and stuff? And I was like. Wow, little old, little old boy. He just yeah. cussed his mom out. See, they don't understand it because they treat them like they're friends. Yeah. Those are the yeah. ones that grow up yeah. and they go to a private owner and buy an AK-7 yeah. and then shoot up folks. Yeah. yeah. You and, know, yeah. you know, one thing, you know, I once upon a time I worked for Sam's Club. Now, I was, oh, in, yeah. their, I was in their marketing and sales department, you know, upstairs, yeah. you know. And uh, I came downstairs at Sam's Club and I was, I was, I was going back couple of boys was on some bicycles. <laughs> <laughs> they were just riding all around Sam's. <laughs> I said, hey, wait a minute. They were just flying down the aisle on, on the bicycles. And the moms were standing up there. I said, hey, wait a minute. You can't do that in here. She says, how are they going to know if they like them or not? <laughs> I said, oh, lady, 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 please, they cannot do this. Well, they won't know if they like them or not if they don't <laughs> like them. That is so crazy. That's crazy. That's people, see, so sometimes people just don't understand, mm-hmm. you know, and they just feel like it's okay to do certain stuff, but they're hurting their children. Yes. They're hurting yeah. them. They're giving and them- all this medication for ADD, mm-hmm. you know, aren't you just getting a butt and yeah. maybe they don't need no yeah. medication. Well, they put them in time out. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. Well, I got some time out. <laughs> yeah. I got some time, time out, out for, for the you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was the reciprocate in my family because I do not spare the rod. And mm-hmm. when we moved or I was moving my furniture around, the kids are still little, I guess about eight or nine. Mm-hmm. And I was always wondering what happened to my little switch. Well, that's okay. I got me a tree out of the backyard. I can go get me another one. I was moving furniture and I pulled the little love seat from my, the wall in my room, and there was a whole They've bunch of little switches the where they were taking the switches and hiding them, hiding them from me. Mm-hmm. No, that don't make no difference because I, I know that hate that, that switch. Ooh, it only I takes one, that. one, two, three. That's it. Boy, go out there and give me a, 
my 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 grandma and them, mama and them, they was always the one telling you to go get a switch. Yes, and don't you come know. back with nothing. The men, the men never did tell you they got the belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but go get a switch. <laughs> I go get the little switch I can get. You know, and break it off and hand it. Boy, what is this? You know. Oh uh, shoot! Uh, my my auntie was good for that with my cousin. She sent them out up in one time. They went out and got a switch. And it was too little. So she said, oh, okay, baby. She said, let me show you something. She took them outside with her, and she got too long, and she braided them together. <laughs> braided them. Ooh. She braided them. I was like, ooh. Some of that was brutality, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's what they would call it today. Yeah, That's what they would call it today. Yeah. Said, you know, you would probably be in jail. <laughs> Child abuse, the way child abuse, right? I was child abuse, like, whoa. That's right. Man. Your neighbors are child abuse. Man, yeah, mama yeah. take the shoe off and throw it, throw it at you and stuff. Right. My mama did that for the top, dodging. Woo, like a, oh, like a boomerang and stuff. She be on the phone talk. Didn't I tell you? Are you kidding, Bobby? Oh, no, I my mama was, man, we, my mama had the most disciplined kids. <laughs> we knew better. I mean, you gonna talk to mama? I don't know. Ask her. No, not now. It's yeah. the time to go. Right. But you so, know, speaking of children that don't have the the stability of a good parent, where they just be in a two parent home or one parent home, because some very good children are raised by single parents. Yeah, sure. it is. But it is. how do we how do we go about instilling that? In just our community yeah. again, yeah. you know what? What can we do? Well, I mean, gotta, I always ask that. What can we do? We got to increase the number of people in our community who are willing to mentor other kids. I mean, yeah. That's yeah, a benefit that I had. I, I grew up going to the boys' club. Now they're boys and girls' clubs, but mm-hmm. same organization. And there were uh, cats who were there who took me under their wing, who taught me how to shoot pool, who taught me. Mm-hmm, uh, you know, important mm-hmm. skills. He taught me how to change a tie. Mm-hmm. I didn't grow up with a father. My father mm-hmm. died when I was two or three years, uh, two or three years old. And so mm-hmm. uh, I was blessed with a lot of really good mentors. And so one of the things that that taught me is that I had a responsibility also to be a mentor. I signed up to be a big brother several times over you know the course of my lifetime. So we need to get uh, more involved. You know, you know, escalated and enhanced in our community. We need you know, men and women, you know, yeah, you men, go through formal uh, organizations like Big Brothers and Big Sisters. sisters yeah. uh, but, you know, you don't even have to go through all of that. There's maybe a young boy or girl in your church or uh, in your community, mm-hmm. neighborhood. And, you know, what if you just created that relationship and you mentored that young boy or that mm-hmm. young girl? That's what we really need. We have to yes. get back. Yeah, we gotta get we gotta get back yeah. to that, man. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Because that will bring about more yeah. respect for the young people because yeah. they have a relationship yeah. and know what it's like. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of these young people they don't have a relationship with elders. Yep. So, you know, especially if they're out there in the streets. Yeah. They, they don't they don't yeah. know. They just have a yeah. it's kind of like, like Bobby, the time that you were at the gas station. You remember that? Oh and the, oh. And the young brother Oh yeah, like, I, I went to Oh my gosh. I went to the uh AutoZone. Was that AutoZone? Yeah, it was AutoZone. Oh, which no, one you I'm about? talking about when the Quick Trip and the guy act like he was going to do something. Oh, yeah, let me tell you. I went to the Quick Trip up in Gilcrease, right? Oh, my goodness. Me and a friend. And uh, it was kind of late at night. Me and a partner, he said he needed to get some gas. Mm-hmm. So we went on off in there, and I went off in there, too. And uh, he was paying at the counter. So I was standing over to the side waiting on him to come on out. We're going to walk out. 
these youngsters came in there. There's about four of them. They were talking loud and all that kind of stuff. And one of the youngsters went up to the uh, the other counter, the other server, mm-hmm. and uh, he say, what you looking at, nigga? <laughs> to me. Yeah. To me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. What you looking at his hand up under his shirt? What? And then the police officer said, hey, 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 we ain't going to have that off in there. He looked at me. He mean mugged me. Did he mean mug Yeah, he mean, my mean <laughs> mugged me and walked on out. What you looking at, nigga? You know what I mean? And I said, hey, man, I ain't, I ain't, you know, I'm just understanding. I'm understanding. He mean mugged me and walked on out. I was like, oh, man, what is it coming to? Uh, yeah. And he was young. He was yeah. a young teenager, like. Wow. Oh, no. It just yeah. hurts your heart. Yeah, it does. Just hurts your it, heart. Does. Yeah. it hurts yeah. you because, you know. You it's like a lost generation. You call yeah. me a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, hey, you know. And it wasn't yeah. an endearment. Uh, no, <laughs> oh, man, it wasn't no endearment at all. I got kind of scared, you know what I mean? I thought, like, hey, man. Hey, man, hey, I'm cool. Young dude, man. He reached up on his shirt like he had a gun. Yeah, yeah that's and scary. And I'm like, man, dang, let's hear him get out of yeah. here. Yeah. You know, go fast. Yeah, you know. We got to get him early, though. Yeah, you yeah, got to get them early. Before they get to that mm-hmm. point, you yep. know. Mm-hmm. You know, because, mm-hmm. you know, that street life is serious nowadays. It's dangerous out yeah. here in these streets, mm-hmm. you know. And every every day, you just never know if it's someone you may know out there yeah. that something's going to happen. You know, so we got. That's why yeah. we got to educate them. Yeah. That's why you're doing such a great yeah. thing yeah. at Greenwood yeah. Leadership yeah. Academy. That's where it starts, yeah. man. That's yeah. where it starts. That's it where starts, starts right with them. We did it when they're four. In fact, you know what? I I originally wanted to start with a middle school. That was my idea. My this actually my idea was to have a middle school for boys. Okay. Oh wow! I was really pushing. Really? Middle school for boys, and and, and you know it, that that gets to be a little touchy when you're uh, dealing with public funds, because uh, we ha- even though we call it a boys' school, if a girl decided, okay, I want to enroll in that school, mm-hmm. you really can't legally keep that keep from woman coming from to the school. Coming mm. to the school. But we do know that there's a need, and so we talked about this. There is I would tell you, the reason we went with Greenwood Leadership Academy and made it an elementary school is that's what the community said. The community said we want to start early because, you know, everybody said, we hear you, you know, middle school makes sense, but we want to start early. We need yeah, a school that's true. that uh, is an elementary school. And that's why we went with an elementary school, starting with pre-K. So we get them when they're four years old. And I'll tell you, you know, I, I didn't realize uh, just how many four-year-old kids come to school with real trauma. I mean, the kind of stuff that kids are going through today. Yeah, it is. Mess you uh, I mean, I taught in South Central L.A., you know, back right. in the oh, early yeah, 90s, yeah. so I thought I was in the hood. No, that seemed easy compared to what our teachers at Greenwood Leadership Academy and others uh, are having to deal with because so many of our kids come with lots Traumatized, of trauma. Huh? Oh, you my know, gosh. Having experienced just things that just are unimaginable. So wow. that, that's, that's why we really, you know, got to um, stay focused on this work. Yeah. Yes, most yeah, definitely. And it's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. It it's a lot of work, and you need volunteers yep. and help and yep. people to get involved. Mm-hmm. And you know, mm-hmm. just uh, even if it, even if somebody stopped by there and put in a couple of hours, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Uh, I, I say that all the time. A couple of hours a week is yeah. better than no hours yeah. a week. Yeah. You know, so if yeah. you can just donate some Stop time by. to help, mm-hmm. you know, and um, people yeah. are always asking about something to do. Right. Go to some places and ask, what can I do? Yeah. You know, 
Absolutely. You know, so. Absolutely. You know. I tell you, we need reading partners. Reading yeah. partners. Yeah, but you always have reading partners when I'm at work. I can't. Anybody can do one hour Just a one week. hour. One yeah. hour a week at a school. Greenwood Leadership Academy would be great, but any of our schools have needs. If you can do one hour a week, you That's make great. an incredible difference in the life That's of a great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One hour a week. Yep. Yes, indeed. Yeah. And mm-hmm. anybody can do that. Yeah. Anybody can do that. Yeah, yeah anybody right. can do that. Read to the kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're talking about the people who, you know, have some time on their hands. We've got mm-hmm. retired men and women. We have people who work uh, shifts where they are have some flexibility during the day. A lot of us work at jobs where they mm-hmm. let us, you know, go and take uh, that hour uh, during the work. Oh, that's what I've been trying uh, to tell us too. I let my staff do it. They mm-hmm. can go. Yeah. Yeah, and volunteer. Go volunteer. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. See, that was. Now, um, Pastor, are we soon going to be doing the um, the food thing, the food bank? I mean, where we go and serve? Yeah, so that is a family promise. This is a partnership with Vernon AME Church. We actually okay. provide uh, meals mm-hmm. yeah, for homeless families. So Family Promise is an organization, a nonprofit that uh, provides housing for uh, homeless families. And they each, they spend a week at uh, a different location. Uh, and, it, you know, the program tries to help them get on their feet, help them get uh, housing. But in the uh, in the meantime, they actually stay uh, or housed at one of the many churches here in mm-hmm. Tulsa. So Vernon actually houses these families, has the cots, the rooms for them, sets them up. Uh, there, mm-hmm. um, and we partner with them by sending volunteers who uh, provide meals. We provide three meals a day, breakfast, lunch, okay. uh, and dinner. Most of our families have uh, small children as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can and come actually, and eat. The, yeah. next one, yep, the next one is uh, start September 15th. September 15th. Yep. September okay. 15th. Mark that on my yep. calendar. That's good. That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. It's going to be a Vernon AME church? Vernon AME, yep. They are the, the host church for this. And, oh, okay. and it moves around to different This rock program moves from, uh, yeah, all over the city. And um, it's for uh, families who are kind of, uh, well, homeless, but uh, also, you know, trying to get back on their feet. Mm-hmm. And so that way they're not out on the streets. And I think all... If not all of our families, uh, most of them have really small kids, so school-age mm-hmm, kids. So then mm-hmm. just think about how challenging that must be. You're moving from place to place, and you have to get your kid to school um, someplace mm-hmm. uh, every day, Monday through Friday. It's it's uh, an incredible wow. uh, kind of life to have to live. And so I'm grateful to our partner, Church Vernon, uh, AME, G, AME, for being a host, and Pastor Turner mm-hmm. over there. So, um, Pastor Turner, they're making it work. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Is there is there a is there a let me ask you this? Is there a pastors' coalition here? There's I mean, a, I mean, uh, so there's know. several. Uh, oh, there's several of them. Yeah, several, but there's not one one big, big coalition, coalition that brings all, all of us together things. and. So, I wish there were, and we got. You got different working. pockets of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Different yeah, clicks, all of that, and you know, uh-huh. and, and we have not figured out how to all. Not, maybe not all. I don't know if you ever get all, everybody, but we could get a critical mass of pastors mm-hmm. who work together. What do you think it would take to do that? I mean, is it because I understand that in the clergy around here in Black uh, Tulsa that a lot of the 
pastors want are on their own personal agenda, yeah. rather than you know submitting to an argument. We need to do it this way, and another one say, no, we need to do it this way, and so you can't bring anybody together yeah. because yeah. what they say, all chiefs and no Indians. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that is part of the problem because we all, you know, we all run our own churches and mm-hmm. uh, are used to kind of being in control, and so uh, it looks really different when you know. 50 of us have to come together and, you know, you have to start. So who leads? You know, so how do you find the leader yeah. within the leaders? And we, we, we do have to get to a I, I haven't been in Tulsa long, but I hear about a time when okay. that was real, mm-hmm. when the pastors were United. working together, the Chappelle Back in the day now. and the Colliers and the McCutts mm-hmm. actually worked together mm-hmm. and wow. uh, yeah. did form those coalitions. Well, the reason I so, say that, I got to be honest, yeah. I went to a coalition meeting one time. It's about 10 pastors from mm-hmm. various different churches mm-hmm. and I was the only guy who, someone, they, a pastor invited me yeah. to, to talk about media and what I was trying to do here. And I went to the meeting and I sat down and I said, okay, Pastor so and so over here, and Pastor so and so, we was all around the table. We ate some sandwiches and stuff, you know, <laughs> and, you know, drank some sodas or whatever. And uh, they said, well, Bobby, go ahead and explain. So I stood up and I just explained my platform mm-hmm. here and what I was trying to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I gave my email address, passed out all the cards that I could pass out, business cards. And don't you know, I didn't get one response from really? nobody. Yeah. Really? Not one. I think yeah. I remember that. Yeah. We got to do that. Get, you know, yeah. 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 No, all of us. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I didn't get, I didn't get, you remember that, Sansare. Yeah, I and do I, remember and you I going get, there. And, and I was kind of hurt because yeah. I thought maybe the, the church would help. You know, mm-hmm. I should have came to Ray Owens, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, I should have did, yeah. you know what I mean? But, uh, you know, they invited me. Yeah, so. they invited yeah, you. Yeah, right. So and, then, and then one gonna... pastor, he says, why don't you come to my church and you just tell them, tell them about it? And I say, well, man, why don't you tell them about it? Help me, help me out. You know, I say, I'm not a politician. You know what I mean? Help me, you know. Uh, you know, I can explain it to you and, you know, this stuff. You know, we was kind of struggling then, you know, with, yeah. over here with the bills yeah. and everything. Things have changed, but start, yeah. Uh, yeah. getting started with a startup. Yeah. So I we have that. to support each other in what we do. Yeah. You know, I, I try to support yeah. whoever I can. And we have festivals and stuff that mm-hmm. we throw for the community and mm-hmm. uh, all kinds of stuff. We just try to be involved, yeah. man, you know, yeah. and help each other because everything ain't all about money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, you know, it's yeah. about helping each other. And we at Metropolitan, are we still, because I, I haven't been reading my thing, still <laughs> once a month, do we go to one black owned restaurant? Remember we, we used to do that? Yep. We, it's not once a month anymore, but so we're actually reinvigorating um, that. It's called Know Your Business. Okay, Know Your Business. Know Your Business is an initiative, and so we try to educate our congregation about black-owned businesses mm-hmm. and uh, try to direct traffic to those yeah. businesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, insurance companies, uh, all that. Sandwiches, mm-hmm. you know, we mm-hmm. try to uh, support the Tropical Smoothie owned mm-hmm. by yeah, you know, Tim, black, yeah, yeah, Tim Smallwood uh, over there. Black family, yeah. and uh, we've supported restaurants, mm-hmm. and of course, uh, we're actually now uh, developing a new uh, black business uh, pamphlet that we can share with our members so they can mm-hmm. know uh, oh. what are the black businesses in our community. Yeah, Where should right. we recycle exactly. our, our yes. jobs? Yeah. 
Yeah, I think a lot of people just don't know. Do that. We have a lot of black businesses over here that nobody don't know. Yes. And one issue we have with some of our black businesses is that the fact that they don't advertise. Yes. yes. And so yes. you don't know out of sight, out of mind, you know. And I'm not just saying, you know, because I'm on the radio, but what we'll do is we'll find a spot. And then we'll open it. We'll we'll go in there and we'll paint up or something, and we'll put our product in there and we'll put us aside outdoors, and then we'll just kick back, mm-hmm. you know, and wait mm-hmm. for the public to yeah. come. Yeah. And when the public don't come, and you're paying that monthly rent every month, <laughs> yeah. you know, That's then true. you got to shut That's it real. down. That's real. <laughs> That's real. And then yeah. you got now you got to shut it yeah. down. Then you say the community didn't yeah. support me. Yeah. That's you true. Know? But you ain't advertised. Yeah, yeah because for the longest time, you know, I didn't know the beauty supply right up the street. Right. I could have been going there and giving yeah. my money to her. You're right. You I, know, I don't yeah. mind paying even because yeah. uh, somebody was saying, yeah, but she's a lot higher than Kim's. Oh, well, that's yeah. part of the sacrifice we do yeah. as a community and she had two, to help she each had other. She had three nail stations in there, too, with nobody sitting there. Really? I'm like. She could have been renting that out and doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the way we do. Yeah, you know, yeah. we just well, we got to do better though. Got to yeah. do better. Got to do better. And part of it is you're right. It's educating ourselves. We need mm-hmm. to know, you know, what are the black businesses in our community? Who are the insurance agents that we ought to? Yeah. You know, patronize. Yeah. 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 And nowadays, a lot of these young entrepreneurs, they're doing everything online. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, man, you got a lot of young yeah. black yeah. entrepreneurs that really yeah, want to they get out of the, the store. The old folks like me, yeah. I like to walk into the store. <laughs> right, 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 exactly. <laughs> I like exactly. to walk in and actually feel it. Uh, you know, yeah. I like yeah. to pick mine up, too. Yeah. yeah. Right. You want to do the same. I want right? to pick mine up. I want to touch, yeah. it. Yeah. touch yeah. it. Physically put yeah. it yeah. 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 I'm a hands-on kind of guy. want to touch it. Make I want to try sure. it on. Mm-hmm. I don't want to try it on and say, oh, shoot, yeah, send it back. Yeah, my daughter, and I'm like, Ray, why do you do that? Why don't you just go ahead on and go to the store and get it? Just yeah, try it on. They're going to do it online. Yeah, they do it yeah. online. Well, that's, that's they're, they're, they're brought up and yeah, raised that way. That's true. That's the sad but true. Yeah, that's very true. Wow. Well, Pastor Owens, as we get close and come to an end, I want to thank you, man, for taking yeah, time out you. of your busy yeah. schedule again. Mm-hmm. This has been fun. Come thank back. You. Hey, we're going to have you yeah. back. We're going to have you back. Have you come back? I'll yeah. have you come back. Yeah. You we're going to bring you back with Merck. Yeah, right. Bring back some staff. Yeah, some staff. That'll be great. Well, thank you, man. Thank you for the donation once again. Thank you for, you know, what all you do in the community, man. Greenwood Leadership Academy, Metropolitan yes. Church, mm-hmm. all of that. Keep on doing it, bro. Yeah, it's my pleasure. All right. Keep on <laughs> doing it. All right. <laughs> well, we're on the Box Lead Show where we tell our stories our way mm-hmm. every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you got 6 p.m. And if mm-hmm. you need to get in touch with us, hey, contact us at eatonmusic2 at gmail.com. Again, right. that's E-A-T-O-N, the number two, at gmail.com. And you, you can music, too. Music too, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Music too at gmail dot com. That's right. And you can call us at eight three two four four three nine four nine nine. Again, that number is eight three two four four three nine four nine nine. If you can't remember all that stuff, just Google the Bobby Show. And speaking you know, of Google Bobby, yeah. uh, if you missed this show or part of the show. We have everything recorded. Just go to the Bobby Eaton Show and hit the archive. It's right there. Pastor got over Ray 6, Owens. 800. That's right. right. Pastor Ray Owens will be right yeah, there. It's in archive. That's so. right. Great. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do that. Well, we've had a great time, Sarah. Yes. 
Yeah, lot, of, lot of good information. I know it's going to be a good one. Yeah, good show and stuff mm-hmm. like that. We're going to have. Remember this week, this uh, Wednesday. Oh, this Wednesday, Doctor Umar Johnson will mm-hmm. be That's right. uh, on the Bobby Eaton show. That's you right. know, we just got some of everybody yes. coming. And this is just like a preview, y'all, because yeah. he'll be here November second. November second yeah, here November in Tulsa, 2nd, November third, Oklahoma mm-hmm. City, yep. Greenwood Cultural Center That's right. here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So Umar going to be on the show. That's right. Um, that's going to be interesting. Oh, very you know good. I mean? So see what's going on with Dr. <laughs> yeah. Umar Johnson. Yeah. You know, so. Well, Sansa Ray, we're coming to a close. Coming to a close. And, uh, Remember, tune in tomorrow is Thursday. It is the Juice. Juice Radio Young Show. Young people doing hey, radio we're taking their donations way. for the Juice, too. Oh, that's right. Because we want to take that trip. Yeah. We want to be comfortable. We want our youth to be comfortable. Going to Atlanta. Going to Atlanta. Going to Atlanta. Well, I can't wait to all these young people. I'll take all these and give them something that they never had before. Yeah. It's going to be a great trip. I can't wait to right. see the, the pictures that you see. Right. <laughs> all right. <laughs>